You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another everyone's remote because because uh you know that pandemic tadpog podcast it's a show that happens every week where two to three sometimes four but definitely not right now just three old guys play old games so this week courtesy of the randomizer we're going to talk about world heroes and some world heroes too since it's a series of shockingly galling Street Fighter ripoffs. It's bad. <laughs> so uh, to, to join us, we have our, our foremost fightologist, Ian Chandler. Wisdom Sage, Ian Chandler. <laughs> foremost fightologist? Fightologist, yeah. Okay. How many fights have you been in, Ian? Uh, I got into a fight once in elementary school. Uh, lost bad. And really don't think I've been in one since. Mm. It's a playground thing, you know. I understand. And it was it Do was we have any- it was stupid. It was remarkably well organized. <laughs> like we had planned it for recess and I don't know. I don't even really think it was a fight. I knew the kid was gonna whip my ass, so I probably just sort of backed off and said, Nah, you, you got me. <laughs> Do we have any other hosts out there? Hey. Our bespectacle host. Hey, it's me, bespectacled guy. <laughs> he was on the show. How is everybody? Have- Good. It's all right. It's all right. How's Jack doing? Still, but he is walking up a storm. Good. Nice. Healthy. Like up and down the hall, and everything's very well. He can only, he has to have his hands raised in the air while he does it, but he's walking. Hey, that's, that's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try that. Maybe it'll allow me to walk better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop carrying things. <laughs> no, because before it was just short little, like, between me and Melissa, but now he's, like, getting up, going down the hall, coming back, like, getting there, doing doing well. Nice. Good. Have you gotten in many fights, Dave? No. Like, actual fisticuffs? No, I don't like to fight. You're a lover. Not really. I don't. I'm just kind of like, just waiting to die, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I guess I got in a sort of fight. More, I got hit by surprise whenever um, my my friend stabbed me in the hand with that pencil. Because mm-hmm. um, he stabbed me in the pencil, then I s- s- sat there in shock at the bleeding hole in my hand. And then he hit me. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So he leads off by stabbing you in the hand with a pencil and then I was, takes that opportunity I pulled, to punch you. Exactly. I made him so mad because I pulled his chair out from under him and he fell on the ground. So he got up, grabbed his pencil, stabbed me in the hand, and then hit me in the face. Okay. This was in Why class. Uh, say what? This was in class. 
In yeah, in class. Uh, of course, we both got in equal amounts of trouble. Uh, my hand swelled up very large. Um, I still have. You can barely see the scar. This was in sixth grade. Remember that same year? Because um, you meet a lot of new people in sixth grade. It was like four schools coming into one, and um, I didn't know one of the kids that I was happening to sitting at a sit at a table with at our at our break time was like the really bad kid. Didn't know didn't know that, um, and he kept poking fun at me. And then whenever I poked fun back at him he hit me he hit me just stood up and hit me across the face uh and i stood there sort of shocked before i stood up hit him across the face and then we both <coughs> jumped up and went across the tables and got in our boxing stances before we were broken up did you take old-fashioned boxing stance like with your fists <laughs> like- you know, one fist way far out and the other kind of close. And, Come on, really you. close. I was Harvard <laughs> champion in 1912, mister. Your dad trained you. A kangaroo trained him. It's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, that those are pretty much the only two, yeah, I think the only two fights I've been in. I was never assaulted with an office supply, but um, I do have an office supply injury related story from my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend and I were just playing around in his house and we were, they had this, his, their parents had this big walk-in closet with a whole bunch of stuff in it. And there was a stapler in there. And I thought, Hey, watch this. I didn't even think to check if the stupid thing had staples in it. And I literally put a staple <laughs> into the top of my hand. Only the thing is I didn't notice it until about 20 minutes later. And my friend, John, not captain gun nerd, but, another friend of mine named John. He's like, dude, what's that in your hand? I looked down, there was a staple in top of my hand, just sitting there pretty as you please. <laughs> so that's my office supply story. I assaulted myself <laughs> with a staple. <laughs> and that's how that's been there for the last 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I never took it out. I, it, they get me at metal detectors all the time. And then I have to tell them the story. <laughs> it sucks. It's like that situation where somebody's body is pinned between a wall and like a car bumper. And it's like, we can't, they can't remove the car uh, without rupturing the internal organs of a person. That's kind of like how that staple is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If if I take it out, the whole arm goes. It goes, you're gone. It's like undoing your belly button. It all comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, this remote thing is weird because it's like listening to the podcast. Only when I talk, you guys answer me. We, yeah, when you talk, we stop talking. Yeah, it's weird. Like if, I, if I was to be like, what are they talking about? You guys would actually respond. It's usually, weird. Like real-time usually, podcasting. Usually I'm all like uh, jumping in there, talking over everybody. But after editing the last episode, it's like, no, nah, I'm just going to stay quiet. I'm going to let other people talk. And then when there's a five-second gap of silence, I might say something like, yeah, I thought this game was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> so it'll have something to say. I don't know. You guys, you guys like more. Not me. You, you, Cohen. You, you, Ian, and then you, Tyler, and then me. <laughs> yeah, we need to have Wait, like. Is it, is it my turn? <laughs> we need, in the chat for this thing, we need to be like, okay, your turn. Okay, now we you do need. It. Yeah, we need flags. We need red lights and green lights in the chat. So it's like if you intend on talking, press a key and it lights up a green light. 
yeah. and the person currently talking be like, okay, Ian has something to say. I will, I will quietly trail off. Like in a we'll see. Zoom meeting or something, you know, raise your hand. I've never done one of these Zoom meetings that I've heard about. I've heard that it's well, like horrible software. It's well, I don't know about Zoom. I'm I'm actually the one I've used pretty regularly is Teams. It's Microsoft Teams. Okay. Um, pretty much it's like it's almost like Discord actually. You can have chat rooms and you know, stuff like that. But um if there's like a big conference call and you can have up to like hundred people in it or whatever and if you want to ask a question you can click a little button that says raise hand and then the person running the call will get a notification that someone's got a question or whatever i like that yeah why we should be doing it on whatever that thing you said it was teams 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 all right did are there i've had a few go ahead (laughs) are there actual teams (laughs) like your shirts and skins or what i don't know I don't know. I don't think so. That's I mean, I also what you want to. That's also what's horrible about, about recording remote is ultimately someone will say, "You go ahead," and it's like, "No, that joke is actually pretty shitty." So uh, now that I've had like a <laughs> no, second, please. Yeah, now that I've louder had, and slower. Now that I've had a second to think about it, uh, you go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> it's it, there's no visual cues, so it's like I can't look at you and see your reaction to something and play off that. Them. No, it's true. And now that we've had this conversation, I don't have to edit out all these awkward things. So that's no. perfect. Nope. <laughs> makes, it, makes it work. We yeah. make the awkwardness work for us instead of exactly. against us. Exactly. No, but I've so you guys can see what I'm going to talk. I've built a giant bonfire and I've assembled several different logs that are green, like in Back to the Future 3, that I will throw <laughs> in. And you yeah. guys will be able to see the green smoke, meaning I'm going to say something. Uh, is that a new pope? Oh, no, Tyler has a comment to make about eating ass. <laughs> no, no, it's green. That's Tyler. <laughs> no, I've had two doctor's appointments over Zoom so far. I've declined the telehealth. I, um, man, I don't like the telehealth. I had a doctor's appointment. And the reason I don't like the telehealth is, and I told my doctor, I was like, I got a heart condition. I want you to hear my heart. <laughs> like... Mm. And he's like, well, we could, we can, we can schedule you an echo. And I was like, hold up, chief. My insurance isn't that good. Can you just listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the old put, put your microphone way. real close. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'll just hold. Yeah, hold the phone to my chest. You can tell me. Does that sound right? I well, like my doctor had me take, uh, put my phone close and take like five deep breaths. So did he really? really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just there to get more pills. So, I mean, I guess he had to do some doctoring. I don't know. Man, you're the one that's messing it up for all of us. You're going to the doctor just for the pills. Well, then I had to go to the office anyway because (laughs) my sleep medicine is a controlled substance. And they were having all sorts of issues. Normally, you can't send those uh, like to CBS electronically. You have to go pick up a copy. So them trying to send it physically, even though they were supposed to be able to bend the rules, just didn't work. So I had to come pick it up in person anyway. Of course. Yep. I had to go to my doctor for the first time in a while. I hadn't been for a checkup in a long time. And um, I called him to ask about something I had going on. And they're like, no, we need to see you. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just have a question about a prescription that you've been prescribing me. Well, you haven't been in here for three years. 
Right. Cause I haven't needed to come in <laughs> and they're like, now you need to come in. And also this is going to be a new patient visit because you haven't been here in three years. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a new patient. I've been a patient for a long time. No, sorry. We have to start over with you basically. And that means your insurance isn't going to cover this first visit. What? It, well, the fuck wouldn't count it as a checkup because technically it was a new patient visit because I hadn't been there in three years. So it was just, I went That's, and it was fine, but mm. I'm just, I, it sucks. You know, they're trying they, to make it, they're saying they're trying to make it easier, but they're not. They couldn't do mm. you a solid. No. And the thing is I installed the network at that doctor's office. Y'all. Oh my God. They're Take like, it out, I have been there. <laughs> they're a client of the, um, company I work for and like I haven't been there in a while but I installed their network they know me it's not like I don't know I don't know I'm Ian not. you look three years older what's wrong <laughs> well time passed see <laughs> so the real question well, what is else have you guys how long ago did you install the network oh it's been longer than three years okay alright because I, I was about to say like, if you installed it within three years they should have said something Nah, I mean, but that's just it. It was installed so well, no one's had to go back. So there you go. Yeah, they should reward you. Yeah. Well, you tell them they doctored you so well, there's no need to go back. (laughs) There There you go. go. What else have you guys been up to this week? I don't know. Not a lot. um, A couple weeks ago, I built, um, I screened in my, my front porch for Talia for her birthday. And uh, mm. that was a challenge, but it came out pretty well. Uh, the biggest problem was that it was, you know, like 100% humidity and 90 degrees every single day that I was working yeah. on it. So yeah. I went, I probably went through about 180 ounces of water a day during that process. But it has been gross. You're probably fortunate not to be out in the garage right now because I went and got the soundboard and it was super gross out there. I bet. I haven't mowed the yard in like probably a month. Because it's like every day has been like, nah, I'm not going to do that today. I'm at that age where I can't overlook it. Like I looked at the yard the other day and it was grown up just a little bit. And I'm like, nope, I'm just going to have to tough it out. Mow this yard. I I can't let, I'm just an old man now. I can't let it go. I get it. It depresses the shit out of me to see it all shaggy and shit. But like, but I'm not at the point where it's like, yeah, I'm going to get out there. (laughs) It's miserable. I, I can't do it. Well, and then it just rained a bunch today, so now you definitely can't do it because it's too wet. Well, that's what we call a good excuse. Yes. <laughs> I've got. Well, since I got borderline sun poisoning the last time I did yard work, Melissa was like, I'll mow. It's fine. There you go. Yeah, that's like breaking all the dishes like, when you do the dishes. There's a suggestion. <laughs> Wear a hat, dude. Yeah, yeah. But then you'd have to mow the yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like this one better. Yeah, this works out a lot better for him. No, Melissa's amazing. She, I mean, she mows and weed eats and like everything. Well, if Tanya could, she would. She really actually likes doing yard work and mowing the yard. And for the longest time, she did it just because. I mean, she volunteered to do it. I'd come home from work and it'd be done. So, but lately with her health and stuff, she's just not real comfortable doing it. It's a little bit more of an exception. That wouldn't be either. So mm. it's up to me. You can do it. 
I, I mean, you screened in the porch. That's the thing I can never do. My neighbors did That's that. That's true. And it blows yeah. me away. It's like they built a fucking moon lander in their fucking backyard. And it's like, I can't do this shit. <laughs> uh, well, I had built a, when I first moved into this house, it, the front porch, of course, you've seen my front porch. It, it didn't have mm-hmm. that railing on it. And I built the railing to keep. Oh, I didn't know you did that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so. Basically what I did, I've been looking at it for two years, thinking about how to make it work because I've got these columns that, and they go at kind of an angle and it would be hard to attach the boards to it to get the screen track and all this stuff. So I finally just said, screw it and just attack the problem and just decided to solve whatever challenges I ran into on the fly. And it turned out to not be so bad because since I had built that railing, I was just able to sort of deconstruct it in places and move it to other places and build the frame out of what I had already put in. So I had the foundation of it pretty much in place and I just had to add some stuff. And then it took about a week of, I had to, I took off work a few days and took about a week of messing with it. And then Tanya got in there and sealed it all off with that spray foam stuff that, you know, that stuff you spray and it cracks and it like, expands like a hundred times its size yeah like to seal up the cracks and everything it came out really good and she's very happy with it so that's it cool man i'm glad to hear that yeah that's way more than i that's way handier than i am i can't do that kind of stuff well next time you swing by here you'll see it and you can tell me what you think yeah, man. Oh, I saw photos. Uh, they look great. I didn't realize you did that railing. That railing looks great, too. You're kind of blowing my mind here a little bit. Well, I do stuff sometimes. I, on the other hand, um, we have this giant window in our living room, and it's like one of my favorite features of the house. Uh, a lot of the houses we looked at when we moved here, there are a lot of dark houses here. Like There are a lot of houses in this area that, like, I don't know, they're just dark. They're like... No, no yeah, good light that's, comes that's in. That's my kind of house. I mean, look, I'm recording to you in pitch black right now, except for two monitors that are on and don't have porn on them at the moment, but will probably in 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> so I get it. I, I like the dark. I like the dark too. But like that one window in the living room, I fucking love it. I love it. And then it's like positioned in a way where it's like under the like, I don't know, man. The roof, we'll call it the roof. I don't know what the overhang is between, I don't what, what you call that. There's probably like a technical term for that. But anyway, my point is that window hardly ever gets dirty. Uh, but then the other, like two weeks ago, uh, the bird shit got on it. And it's like, oh man, that sucks. I will uh, clean that off. So I go out in the yard and get a hose and spray the, the bird shit off of the window and then come back in and it's like, Oh, I guess the, some of that water got in between the two panes of glass. So now it is just like, now there is just water, constant water that's between the two panes of glass. And it's like, you know what? I should have done nothing. It would have been right. better to have done nothing and just mm-hmm. lived with that bird shit or waited for it to flake off or something. Because now instead I have to call like Window World and they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to be like 800 to to $1,000 to fix that window. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like whenever you get moisture in your headlights. Yes, it I hate never, that. Never, ever, ever goes away. And nope. not, yeah, 
I hate that. Yeah, man. Sometimes that happens with the hose. It opens a small gate to the <laughs> elemental plane of water in between your windows. So yeah, that's a that's a hell of a thing to get it. Twelve hundred dollars, man. I get a I get a sorcerer in here that could close that portal. But man, yeah, some bitch is gonna be expensive. <laughs> instead of, instead of doing a how much was this game on price charting, we should all place our bids on how much we think it's going to be, and then next week I can give out the prize. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine it's going to be expensive because this is a very big window and it's like, okay, so double that because there's two panes of glass and obviously there's mm. something wrong with the sealant because it's like, otherwise water wouldn't have gotten in. We were actually really fortunate when we first moved into our house, we were renting and then the guy that owns the place um, agreed to change it to a rent to own type situation. And it was like, Anything that goes wrong with the house, it's your problem. You just pay me rent. I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do that, then you're going to replace every single window in this house and you're going to get me a new air conditioning and heating unit because all of those things are terrible and it's costing me a fortune. He was like, okay, so we got all new windows with lifetime warranties. So if something goes wrong, we get them replaced. That is nice. nice. And like, a you know, a, $3,500 brand new air conditioning unit. So yeah, that was, that was a pretty sweet deal. Yep. And, and to boot, excuse me, I don't know. My throat's got a tickle uh, to boot. When we went to apply for the loan to buy the house, they were like, what do you have for a down payment? I said nothing. And they're like, well, prom- promises. You can't do this without a down payment. And I'm like, well, how much do I need? I've been renting the house for this long. And they're like, oh, you've been renting from the seller? I'm like, yeah. They said, oh, well, then we'll just supply all the rent you've paid in the last seven years as your down payment. Okay. Hell yeah, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was able to put down like a apparently a pretty ridiculous down payment because I've been paying rent for like seven years on this place. I'm sorry. Gosh. Damn. So, yeah. You should stop choking that small dog. Right. <laughs> I feel like I've got a small dog's hair in my throat or something. <laughs> just your stress Pomeranian. You just squeeze. That's <laughs> a designer breed. pop out like one of those squeeze things where the eyes pop out. Only it's weird. It's, they don't it's, the only do, it's the only dog that Mel Gibson bred. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I had neighbors that had a Pomeranian they just stopped giving a shit about. So it was just a a roaming wild Pomeranian that <laughs> just looked just all the big hair, but just like muddy and dirty. It looks like a bush that would just roam up and down the streets and you couldn't get close to it. It's a feral Pomeranian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was say, yeah, exactly. It's like a feral fry kid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys want to talk about that that World Heroes? I do. I want to give a little bit of an update because a few people have asked. You guys both know this, um, so it's not mm-hmm. new news oh, yeah, to yeah. you guys. But uh, Nikki tested negative for COVID, so um, you might probably have assumed that. I don't know. I might have done the show if she tested positive. I don't know. I mean, it would have depend on how like how much how bad she was. I guess, <laughs> honey, are you okay? Are you good enough for me to record a podcast tonight? Okay, good. All right, I'm going to do it. Now she's, she's <laughs> makes vent gargling noises. Yeah. No, she sounds fine. 
<laughs> she sounds fine. Uh, so no, that all that all worked out. So to anyone who reached out to me, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, uh, she is she is good. Yeah, I was I was driving while I was listening to that episode, and I heard you say that, and I freaked I freaked out, and immediately when I got home, I was like, I gotta call Dave. Yeah, I appreciate the call, man. But uh, yeah, it all it all worked out. Um, it all worked out. So she's good. Good. Because I, I text Josh not too long ago, just checking in on him. Because I just texted him, everything going okay. About 10 minutes later, he says, Tyler, protesters, protesters in Portland are being abducted by federal officials without <laughs> badges and unmarked vehicles. Jeff Bezos gets richer and richer while an unprecedented number of people are unemployed. Coronavirus cases are steadily growing and the president is selling beans. The Mother series will probably never have another sequel. <laughs> Everything is not okay. I was like, I'm also bummed about Earthbound. Be like, dude, I was just asking about you, man. <laughs> mm. Well, you guys, do you hear that? I do hear that. I haven't heard that sound in a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. It's a, is that, could it, it, who could it be? Did everybody hear that? Did everyone? I heard it. It's amazing. I heard something. It sounded like 11 to 12 stressed Pomeranians and a Pomeranian (laughs) centipede coming down some tiny, cute ass (laughs) Thomas the Tank Engine tracks, um, ushering in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads Wikipedia over the internet. (laughs) Dave Reads from the internet over the internet. Over the internet, yeah, it's recursive. <laughs> from the internet to the internet. Yeah, <laughs> for kids, by kids, from the internet to the internet. That's got to cause some sort of like weird dimensional fold in, in on itself, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what maybe we strive sh- for here on this podcast. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do it. Ah, yeah, if we're not, it. Go ahead. <laughs> if we're not folding reality on itself, then we're not doing our job here at Tadpog. <laughs> uh, of course I hear that. Um. Okay, guys. World Heroes, man, what a great logo! It's got, it's got World Heroes, the words, and that's pretty much it. Um, they're tilted, kind of like in that X Men style. Uh, and then they've got this sweet ass, like colored pencil, desert chrome effect on it. It's I'm, so metal. Yeah, I'm sure it took someone a really long time to do in the early '90s, but but man, I feel like they probably could have pushed it a little bit more. That's just my critique. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm looking at it now and I'm underwhelmed. Yeah. And that's all that Wikipedia has to say about it. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) World heroes, or as it's known in Japan, Waruda Hiruzo is a series of four fighting games created originally by ADK. Uh, the alarm system company, uh, with assistance from <laughs> SNK for the Neo Geo family of arcade and home consoles. Over the years, the games have been ported to various non SNK platforms as well as the Super NES. That's the version that we're going to be talking about. And the Sega Saturn. We're not going to be talking about that one unless you guys mm. have experience with the Sega Saturn version of World Heroes. No. <laughs> I'll Um, go on ahead and say that I have absolutely zero experience with this game as I had zero time to do any research to 
contribute anything useful. So anything I say is what I'm going to find out as I'm looking at it on the screen of my other computer here. Well, you were screening in a porch or a deck. So what was it? Is it a porch or a deck? Or what do you call a deck that's on the front? Is that a, is that a, you said it earlier, but I don't remember what it was. It's an, it's an upper decker. It's an upper decker. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't fence those porch, in. A but porch. It's got like decking. It's almost like it's a porch. It's just, I don't we'll just call it a porch. I don't know the difference, to be honest with you. I had this conversation with somebody at work like last year. I was like, what designates a porch from a deck from um it from any from a stoop? I guess steps are involved with a stoop. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think a stoop's just just steps. But I, I would imagine a deck and a porch is the same difference between like a cart and a buggy. Well, is a deck like does is wood definitely involved in a deck? Well, I think I think that as a with a deck, you've you've built this Thing that sort of sits up, butts up next to your house out of wood. The porch, my porch actually has a foundation. It's like physically part of the house. And so okay. I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but that might be the delineation there. It's like the porch is an actual part of the house that's part of the foundation. It's just that when they built it, it's not like a, the, the part you walk on, the floor is not like a concrete thing. It's just wood. So, so that's like the decking. The, that's the decking, but it's actually the porch has a brick foundation and it goes all the way around and under it. And it's got attached like concrete steps. So I think that's probably the difference. But see, I feel like that's fancier than a porch. Cause it's like, what do you call the concrete slab that I have out? Like, you know, out my back door. Patio. A patio. That's a patio. Okay, so that's a patio. Just a concrete slab. That's a patio. Yeah, if you have like a concrete slab poured out in your backyard, attached that's up next to your house or whatever that you can put mm-hmm. like a picnic table on or something. That's a patio. That's just that's all that is. What if I enclosed it? Then what is it? Still a patio? I think it would be a patio still. All right. Okay. Just a enclosed patio. Yeah. But what if you put a deck on it? Then it's a deck. All right. What if you enclose it? Then it's an enclosed deck. A closed deck on a patio? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this this old podcast with Tyler David Ian. I was gonna say, you're asking me shit I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. You're building You're stuff. the closest thing we have to a carpenter. <laughs> yeah. You're our Al Borland. You're our in our Ty Pennington, all rolled up into one sweet little Just, package. <laughs> well, I wish. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, one more thing about this. It was a strange thing because obviously this thing's in the front of my house. And so we're in plain view of everyone. It, throughout the process of doing this, I shit you not, total strangers would stop their car in front of our house, roll down the window and say, hey, that's looking really good, guys, and leave. Like, it didn't just happen once. It was like no less than seven complete and total strangers just stopped in the middle the, the mailman was like god you guys this is amazing and the neighbors of course every 10 minutes looking good guys i'm like man i i should have done i'm getting more praise for this than for anything i've ever done in my entire life and it's from total strangers <laughs> 
Well, outside of the mailman, they're all relieving the guilt that they're not doing that to their homes, that they're not improving their homes. Because like, this is how I live. I feel like, well, if I mention that someone's doing something good, then I don't have to worry so much about my house looking like shit. The mailman, well, on the other hand, he yeah, was just walking yeah. around. He was like, well, I got to say something. <laughs> right. That's true. We The day before I really started getting into the project, we actually were driving down the street and noticed that there are zero houses with screening porches on the street. We're literally the only <laughs> house on this entire street, at least down to our block with a screening porch. So... Yeah, we're. I think we're starting something because I saw my neighbor across the street. She was she and her sister, who is work works in the as in construction. We're measuring, and we're like, "What are you doing?" I'm just taking a couple of measurements. I'm like, "Yeah, y'all are getting ready to screen in your front porch, aren't you?" (laughs) You tear that shit down when they start. At night, you take a fucking crowbar and tear it down. You are not. Going to steal my idea. <laughs> we did it. First. I'm front porch in. <laughs> but it's so nice though, because dude, the bugs around here, even in the we're in the city, in the middle of the city, horrible. the bugs are terrible. And we're always having to light those mosquito coils, those little green coils are like incense that and and gnats and flies. It's just awful. Now that is like a thing of the past. It's so worth it. So mm. Do you have um, do you have fans built into the top? No. So right now we've got just a like a box fan in there that we have electricity out there. We have a box fan right now, but we're gonna. <laughs> I need to install a ceiling fan, but I've got to get somebody over that knows something about electricity because I'm not good with electricity, and I don't want to try running wires up to the. Ceiling. So if I could get electricity mm-hmm. up on the ceiling, we're going to put in a overhead ceiling fan. Nice. That's what my neighbors did on their back. And yeah. while their back, their back enclosed deck is very nice. Uh, when they were showing me the fans, I remember they turned it on, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, but it's just cold inside. You just go inside where it's cold. Come out, come out here, be hot. Go in there, be cold." <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, there've been a couple of days. As much as I like that thing, is there've been a couple of days I'd be like, uh, "Honey, I'm going in. It's just no, I too bet. hot out here." I believe it. You need a mister, like in the produce <laughs> section. Oh yeah. Ooh, maybe I'll set one of those up. That'd be sweet. Yeah, it would. Sorry, this totally went back to screening porch talk. With that's okay. That was my doing. Tyler and Dave. <laughs> that was my doing. So this game, World Heroes. Um, this is super important. I feel like this is probably the crux of all things funny about the game. Um, the rest of it is just very, um, straightforward, but world heroes, uh, the general premise behind world heroes is that a scientist, uh, Dr. Brown, Dr. Brown, sugar, (laughs) Dr. Brown, sugar, uh, who is absolutely based off of doc Emmett Brown, uh, from back to the future, uh, perfected a time machine. Uh, and then he organized a tournament of various fighters throughout all of history to combat each other. Uh, and then true to this plot, many of the fighters in the game are based on actual historical figures, uh, while some are fictional ones. So I guess the ones in the future they had to take guesses at. <laughs> is there is there going to be a, is there going to be an Inspector Gadget not Nazi in the future? I don't probably throw him in the game. <laughs> Rockin'. <laughs> yeah. You mean in the past? 
Is he? I assumed he was from the future because he's a cyborg. Oh, no. Hitler totally made one of those. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, because this, this game. <laughs> look, we took enough Nazi he, tech that like if he, if he made cyborgs, we would have cyborgs. <laughs> Project Paperclip. Yeah, man. Doc Brown in this game looks like Emmett Brown and the guy from Phoenix Wright had a baby. <laughs> there is there is literally in the in the opening of the game, there is literally a screenshot of him. Like he pretty much introduces, he says like he has like three lines of dialogue and he's talking directly at you, the player. And he's like, Marty, I've assembled all the fighters from history. And then like the next, like in the next screen, he looks like, he looks like the audio meme. Uh, why I consider myself a little bit of a scientist myself. Um, he like, I don't know. His face does some kind of like weird Baraka. Um, and probably the time shifting, honestly, I don't know. Cause I'm trying to find his actual, the dialogue he had. Cause it's, fucking hilariously bad do you want that dialogue he says you came at a good time use the time machine to go all over the world where the strong people are i'm praying for a healthy <laughs> battle and then that's it that's it you get yep. those three lines and then you have to go to wikipedia and Wikipedia's like oh yeah this crazy motherfucker's sending you from time period to time period uh to fight the strongest and just, I don't know, everything about this is such a lazy copycat. Like, the title is just, this game, I don't know, when you said, or what the randomizers picked, World Heroes, like, to me, that sounds like a kid's side-scroller, side-scrolling beat-em-up where you're a firefighter, a cop. Yeah, okay. An electrician. It's like, like proto-Paw Patrol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it is such a bland, generic, shitty title. Yeah, and all they do is just beyond blatantly rip off Street Fighter Two. Yeah, they're not the only ones. Um, and the oh yeah, reason, yeah, that's that's true. The reason I got super excited at the end of last episode when I was like World Heroes, I was like, you you haven't heard of it, but you've heard of it. Uh, it's because I got it mistaken with another game, which we'll get to. Um, and is that, that is what Phil was saying was the ripoff of the ripoff. Uh, yeah, like maybe this is the ripoff of that, which is a ripoff of street fighter because the game that I was thinking of was fighters history. That's the game that, mm. that like, uh, famously, uh, Capcom sued over. Uh, and then from the way that I understand it is that lawsuit didn't go the way of Capcom. So everybody was like, we're going to make a street fighter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then here we go but then again this is published by snk you know long time long time i don't know if you'd say rivals but rivals of of capcom and their fighting games yeah i'm actually familiar with snk just i recognize the name i couldn't tell you anything they make because i never pay attention to your show but that's I, fine i've heard of SNK. <laughs> not many do <laughs> <laughs> Now, ADK was a new one because uh, uh, SNK just published the game. ADK oh. was a new one to me because like they de ADK developed the game. Um, Re reprogrammed, so the opening title screen says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. World Heroes reprogrammed by SNK and ADK. 
Yeah, I don't and know if that's, the ones that's responsible their bad way of the, saying. Uh, go ahead. I don't know if that's their bad way. And of, of course, Sunsoft, Sunsoft with all their glory of um, what's the fucking shitty bat game? Arrow, the Acrobat. Arrow, thank you. Yeah, Sunsoft slipped in the 16-bit generation. I feel like they were um, Barry Bonds in the 1980s with NES games. Uh, hit after hit, but yeah, SNES. I haven't really played a Sunsoft SNES game that I've been like, yeah, this is as good as they were for the NES. I just need to get an all-light blue suit like Doc Brown. Yeah, I've been saying this for years. I don't understand why you haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, everything about it is just so lazy and generic. Because I'm just watching the I'm just watching the title <laughs> screen. And, of course, then whenever you finally hit start... And it's just, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters all lined up in a row with just sort of a scrolling background that just says World Heroes faded out. And even then, out of these eight, okay, so you have, um, what, Hanzo, who is the, the Ryu ripoff. Yeah, he's supposed to be Hattori Hanzo. Fuma, who I bet is basically Ken. Yeah, Fuma is, Fuma is a palette swap of... Of Hanzo. Uh, let's see. Kim Dragon, who is Bruce Lee. Right. And then Jane, who is um, jo- a, a sort of a take on Joan of Arc, to my understanding. Yes. Jane, although, Jane d'Arc. <laughs> although her role, her writing in this game, her background is she's, of course... What wonderful just writing the only girl in this tournament is here to find a husband. That's why she's why she's here. Yeah. Right, because that's exactly <laughs> what Joan of Arc would have done, right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that checks out. This actually then, World Heroes is just a study of what happens if everybody if the if the important decision makers in the world failed high school world civ. <laughs> and you've got What's his name? It's it's a rebuff of Genghis Khan, but it's like uh, G- uh, Genghis Chan do or you, some do shit. You, oh, I'm sorry. Do you mean Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, you guys remember Genghis Khan? Why could they not use Genghis Khan? I don't understand. Like, what was the legal like issue with using Genghis Khan? <laughs> The Khan the family, family or sue us to give up the copyright. <laughs> oh my god! And it's like what's really confusing is like looking at the player select screen is like all the other characters I can kind of like make out like what is a face and what is supposed to be like their hair, but like Jay Karn, which also by the way sounds like a local lawyer who deals with like injuries only. It's like I imagine, like if I'm driving on the 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 belt line and I see a billboard, oh, I've been injured in an accident. I should call Jay Carn at one two seven zero. Jay Carn, like when I look at his little avatar, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. He's got like this uh-huh. tiny face. He looks like his face looks like one of the faces on Freddy Krueger's back when he takes his sweater off. <laughs> If if one of the faces on Freddy Krueger's back got the Hammer Brothers upgrade from Mario Three, yeah, the Hammer Brothers yeah. suit, that's it. <laughs> and then you've got oh, uh, what is his name? World 
Muscle power. Muscle yes. power is the the wrestler who is <laughs> might 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 be similar to somebody named uh, Bulk Bogan. I don't yeah. know, <laughs> but he plays a lot like somebody might be. Uh, Bang Geef, which by the way, if there's a Street Fighter parody, Bang Geef uh, is a really good one. Bang Beef is probably better. <laughs> Band Beef. Uh, he is. Are, are we going to do deeper dives into each of these characters, or should I go ahead and get my commentary in on all of these as we go? Hey, anything goes, man. It's the world of heroes. Anything goes. <laughs> Because M Power, which I feel like they were like, well, that other game has M Bison. We got to have an M guy as well. We'll go M Power. Uh, they have that other game has this Soviet wrestler. Let's do the same thing, but let's turn. We, we do things differently here at World Heroes. Let's make them American. Our big wrestling guy's American. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, what he does he's is- like if Hulk Hogan and Apollo Creed had a baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And when he does his pile driver, he goes, number one. <laughs> which which that was when Hulk Hogan did extreme wrestling in Japan. That was his catchphrase. Oh, really? No shit. Really? That is yes. funny. I didn't know that. Well, that yep. explains a lot, man. It actually does. <laughs> I thought it was a, lo- a lot of the, the people from like the 80s and 90s. Like before they got big in WWF, were wrestling in Japan. Like that was Mick Foley's big thing. Uh, so basically, the oh, well, I'm I'm diverging a little bit. This game has a the more interesting part of this game is a mode where you're basically in an extreme wrestling match. The the you have a normal mode and a fatal mode, and yeah. which I think the fatal mode is actually kind of cool. <laughs> And I don't know that it, honestly, I don't know that that ported over to the SNES the way that it did, um, the way that it was used in the arcade, because this was an arcade game and um, originally, uh, and there is, and there's a fatal match mode in the arcade game where I read about this, where there's like traps and shit, like out on the, on the, on the battlefield. I played the arcade one. (laughs) Oh, well, you know. Maybe I just missed like, them is- <laughs> in the SNES version. Like, are they very obvious? See, are I'm they- gonna have to boot it up now and see what I did. <laughs> well, no, I, was I mean, like, well, this is really slow and sh- this shitty, but at least there's this fatal mode. Well, I'm confused because I'm curious if maybe I just overlooked it. Like, I mean, are the traps like just like they're like just little pucks on the ground? But what and are they? You'll have like the the ropes are on fire or electric around so I you'll see. get hurt if you bump into them well then you know what i don't think that they shocker i don't think that they implemented it well because like i didn't notice the difference between the modes i honestly assumed when i played on the the fatal match mode i assumed i was like okay well they didn't give me continues okay <laughs> no <laughs> here let me make sure i'm doing the right thing please go then the, the next character, you know, we have our our uh, American wrestler. So what's the opposite of that? Uh, we'll just put a Nazi in the game. A, no, a nod to world history. <laughs> Who is absolutely Inspector Gadget. But imagine <laughs> Inspector Gadget as a future Nazi. Like, yeah. He's, he's in the secret police. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, take, he's yeah. M. Bison <laughs> meets Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really good. And then make him... Make his clothes gray, and then you've you've pretty much got him right in your mind. 
he's kind of like Dalsim in that like his kicks and stuff are all like because his legs, since he's a cyborg, like they're all telescopic, right? So it's like when you do like a low kick, uh, his legs shoot across the bottom of the screen like uh, Dalsim's would in Street Fighter. Well, and then the last character who is I mean, another historical figure, but as I'm playing him, it's just like this is if the wizard Bigby from D&D were in a fighting game. Yeah. Because that's your Rasputin. <laughs> I yeah, was I like looking, his I have a heart. I was looking at the another note on the smk.fandom.com. Says, according to ADK World, other famous people considered for the cast were Al Capone, Billy the Kid, Musashi Miyamoto, Napoleon, and Jack the Ripper. I think those are really good options. Jack the Ripper would have been good. And they probably should have gotten rid yeah. of Jay Karn to make room for one of those interesting characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says the only one that actually made the cut during the whole prototype lineup was uh, Hattori Hato. <laughs> the Ryu clone. Damn. Jack the Ripper is actually, um, when you select him on the player select screen, he's just a question mark. And then... Um, the other opponent doesn't even have a chance. You just catch them off guard, and then the rest of the game becomes a murder mystery where the rest of the characters have to try to figure out who did it. It's a cool mode. <laughs> or Jack the Ripper is completely useless useless unless the uh, his opponent is a, uh, like, you know, 19th century prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm willing to bet Tyler listens to enough last podcast on the left. He can probably tell us who Jack the Ripper was. Uh, that is hotly contested. No one really knows who he is. Um, probably Amelia Earhart, Jack right? the Ripper Same is person. most likely, Jack the Ripper is most likely a few different people who just like really rich people who really enjoyed killing prostitutes. Well, I, I mean that they had come to some sort of agreement as to who he might be as close as they'll ever get, but I can't remember who it was. Probably a time traveler is my guess. Probably a time traveler. It's I like mean, time travelers like, are going to be the only ones that are ever really going to truly be the ones that got away, right? Yeah, they're specters, and it's like a yeah. time a rich time traveler is like, where could I go, murder a bunch of women, and never get caught? Uh, probably the era where they much. don't give a shit about women, <laughs> so I'm going to go there. <laughs> I, I watch way too much Star Trek to not believe that time travel is going to eventually be a thing. So. I'm with you but on wait, that theory. But wait, let me ask you this, because this is always a thing. If time travel will eventually be a thing, it would already exist, right? Well, not yet. Not for us. Unless it's tightly regulated. Yeah, it would have to be tightly regulated, because like if one person style. comes back, right? Doesn't that fuck all the shit up? Maybe not. I don't know. The theory is that time travel doesn't actually change the timeline. It just creates a new timeline. So... In theory, our timeline would be unaffected. Gotcha. We'd create a new timeline that would go off. Now, that is not the Star Trek way of explaining. That's like the Star Trek, or I'm sorry, that's like the Back to the Future way, right? Like the divergent timelines. Yeah, but in Back to the Future and Star Trek and various others, if you go back in time and change something, and like Time Cop, for example, you could affect the future, but. I'm thinking Avengers Endgame style okay. where that's not the way time travel works. 
where you, you go back and you do something and it creates an alternate timeline, but this timeline continues to move forward on its own track. It's just, you're creating a, a sort of skew. And like, so both, both timelines still exist. In other words, I love, I love that like divergent timelines. I love like the, like the parallel universes where it's like, Oh man, I, I chose to brush my teeth today versus not brush my teeth. Like, <laughs> yeah. and then like, there's a whole nother universe where I didn't brush my teeth. And then when I think about that, I'm like, think about the cosmic amount of hardware needed to run that simulation where oh, it's Lord. like, how many people mm. are in the world? And like, does do animals count? Like if yeah. a dog decides to take a shit in the morning versus not take a shit, does that fucking create a divergent? But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It's like ripples on a pond is what I've always understood it to mean being that all any and all things that can happen do happen. It just so happens that you are your particular reality is fixed on this timeline. And mm-hmm. The day you didn't brush your teeth is the day you got hit by a bus because you left mm-hmm. the house three minutes sooner than you would have because you didn't right. brush your teeth. And sure, it's but yes, if you consider every creature, every thing that can make a decision, so to speak, does make that does make every decision. It's infinite. Yeah, it's it it's just an seems insane it, it, amount of data to keep yeah. up with. Yeah, it's and it's mind boggling. It's almost to the point where it's like I consider myself to be fairly science minded. But like when I think about that, like real hard, I get to the point where it's like, fuck, man, I might as well believe in God. Shit. I mean, this is pretty wild. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's where the nine, nine, nine games eventually go is they start dealing with quantum mechanics and a lot of the different endings and timelines that happen are if you made this alliance or solved this puzzle or didn't. And so like, and I mean, it's a, as minor as you can get, but there are like 50 different branching paths for characters, depending on decisions that you make and you go back in time to make a different decision. And it gets very, they talk about Schrodinger's cat, for example, in one, in one timeline. And they, they really, they break that down. Well, I've also heard a theory that you consider time as a almost like a vinyl record where flat circle, man, it pretty much already (laughs) exists. And you are the needle and you are moving through a predetermined set of circumstances. Uh, And at any point that needle can skip and, you know, it's just, there's all kinds of theories about it, but honestly, I, I truly don't believe that time travel will ever become a thing because it's, I just, I don't know. I think, I think it's just one of those things that we can imagine, but can't ever actually achieve. And I think we're, I think if it existed that we would all know about it. Cause like, we're really bad at keeping secrets. I feel like, Oh and yeah. Especially stretching from now to eternity. I mean, but then again, maybe etern- maybe the human eternity isn't nearly as long as I'm anticipating it to be. <laughs> well, we and might- you don't know that because, I mean, as far as we have been able to determine time is a human construct. And without it, we can't function because I don't know what time to get up if I don't have time to keep track of, you know, we've constructed time. But really, as Doctor Who would put it it's a just a wibbly wobbly mess of everything you know it's just 
we perceive it the way we do because of what we are, but it may not be that way. And it's just a difference in perception. Some other species and some other galaxy in the universe mm -hmm. might perceive it completely differently. And therefore that's their reality. And therefore we would not be able to exist among them because we don't perceive time the same way. You know, it, it, it could all be relative to our species or to our particular place in the Milky Way. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> Did you guys hear that, that uh, porch building quantum theory episode of Tadpog? <laughs> Oh, I thought that was X Files. Yeah, World Heroes. <laughs> it's, it's and I did I did play the correct version. Fatal Match. Yeah, it has the landmines and the flaming electric ropes and shit like that. So it's every fight is more like a extreme wrestling match in Japan. Interesting. There's yeah, a I whole didn't bunch of versions that. of this game, right? Yeah, yeah. It was ported uh, to, and, and there are actually more than one of these games that exist. I do want to point out that in the player select screen, um, Rasputin is definitely throwing up jazz hands. Uh, he is the <laughs> most excited one to be there. He's smiling real big. He looks like, <laughs> he looks like if Steve Buscemi played a character on Glee. <laughs> You're not wrong. I changed the entire course of the world because I wanted to get laid. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, they call <laughs> one of his moves magical limbs. They should have just called it jazz hands and been done with it. <laughs> and he's a good, Rasputin's a very good Hellboy villain. <laughs> Dang. The, the Zar's son was a hemophiliac, and I said, don't give him aspirin. So they let me do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Now, why Russia is no longer a monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> they should have stabbed him one more time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had a 14-inch dick. Supposedly, it's in a jar somewhere. Yeah, but I've seen like five of those on eBay. They can't all be real. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be. But if you buy all of them, yeah. one of them is. I'm the That's one right. selling them, and only one is real. I'm just letting you guys know this now. Don't tell anyone else. Unless Rasputin's dick is like baby Groot, and it's like anytime, <laughs> anytime his dick is wiped off the mortal coil, a uh, little tiny dick shows up and it starts to grow in a jar. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, uh, this game is just slow street fightery ripoffs. After after that point, <laughs> I didn't think it was too bad. Honestly, it is absolutely a Street Fighter ripoff. Like, absolutely, it's a Street Fighter ripoff. But you know what? If you get past that, like, if like the the worst thing about this game is that it is completely unoriginal, and it's like if you can get past that, it's like okay, it plays okay. You know, the stories are absolutely ridiculous. Like, um, uh -huh. you mentioned that. Um, you know, you said her name was Jane. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's J-A-N-N-E. J-E-A-N-N-E. Well, that might be in real life, but in World Heroes, it is J-A-N-N-E. Oh, okay. Well, the Jane. Yane? I don't know. Yenny? 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 But she is the best character in the game. She's Charlotte, essentially, from Samurai Showdown. She has a sword. Yeah. She's Chun-Li with a sword. Um, and she's the best. I mean, looking for a husband, sword. looking for a husband who, um, if you finish the game as, uh, 
Genghis Karn. I just want to say that a couple more times. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you finish the game as Genghis Karn, his ending is um, John, John Jane Joan of Arc approaches Genghis Khan and is like, "Man, you fought real good. I want that dick forever." Uh, and Genghis Khan is like, nah, sorry. And then they roll credits. Uh, if you beat the game as, as Fuma, the Kabuki looking Ken of this game, uh, he apparently is Superman. He gets, he transforms into mild mannered Clark Kent and his boss yells at him. And then the credits roll. Uh, if you beat it as Hanzo, uh, it's essentially reuse ending. It is reuse ending. It is reuse ending. It is just like, uh, I must continue to travel and challenge myself to improve my skill. Uh, If you beat the game as Dragon, it's just Bruce Lee gets a movie contract. (laughs) He's approached and he's like, (laughs) would you like to be in movies? Then he's like, yes, I would like to be in movies. And then it's over. M Powers is probably honestly, weirdly the most ridiculous one. No, actually, I take it back. We'll save that for Rasputin. M Powers is, so you've got Hulk Hogan, and he's just essentially just holding a wrestling belt, and they're like, he did really good wrestling after this. <laughs> he won all the belts. He got them all. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and then uh, you've got Brocken, the uh, M. Bison cyborg, uh, and like his is, his is one line. His is one line, and it says something like, I didn't even break a sweat. Because he's a robot. Because he's, he's a cyborg, exactly. Uh, and then Rasputin's is totally the best. He gets sent back to dinosaur times and is chased by a pink ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh my god! In com- comical fashion. <laughs> Hi, Jinx and Sue. Well, if, what if Jane wins and she just none of the, none of the dicks are good enough and she's got to go fight more dicks to finally get beaten down by then we'll marry that person. It's true. Oh, but the the final boss of the game. Oh, yeah. The final boss. <laughs> Gigas. 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 Mercury Jesus. <laughs> Silver I Surfer. I him once. Because <laughs> he's basically, yeah, he's the um, Shang Tsung, where he's transforming into all the other characters. Yeah. The and the game, time. the game definitely pauses for a good, like, one and a half seconds every time he morphs. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? When you beat him, he breaks down like the the T one thousand in liquid nitrogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turns into dust. I think it's really important to mention that like uh, Gigas is a cyborg created by the secret organization called Damned. D A M D. Oh no. <laughs> Not damned. <laughs> Isn't that the first boss in uh, Final Fight? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Damned. Jigas. Mm-hmm. Jigas. Are we are we agreeing on Jigas here? Or is it's it Jigas? It's up in the air. Jigas. Damn it. Jigas is an artificial, polymorphic being from the future, created by a mad scientist named Damned. It is sent to the past multiple times to kill anyone that crosses its way, intending to take over the Earth. After Jigas was defeated, Dam developed a better, stronger version of him, Neo Jigas, and sent it to destroy the world heroes. 
So it so it is the T one thousand. Yep, it's basically. it's Skynet sending back the T one thousand. Yeah, we fucked up this time, so we're gonna <laughs> send another thing back in time to try again and again and again. This says so, and then, personality. This creature has no personality at all, save for a curious habit of flexing his pectoral muscles when he wins. <laughs> and a smug look of superiority on his face. <laughs> So yeah, he turns and he just morphs into the other characters in the game. And then that's that's pretty much it. He has a hilarious his name is a is an um it's an acronym and it is absolutely ridiculous. Phil Sandwich Pope oh Phil shared it with me in Twitch chat. Oh I cannot God. remember what it is. And I'm desperately trying to find Oh, here it is. Are you ready? Here's his full <laughs> I, name. Here's his full ready. name. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm take ready. as much take as much time as you need because you are wait. going to need it. <laughs> I need a drink. Hold on. Sir. Okay. However much time you take, it's not enough. It's really going to not be enough. Okay, I'm ready. And also, when you said, is it G- Gigas or Gigas? It's, pro- it's GIF, so it's probably Gigas. <laughs> but then Thank again, you. Thank you. but then again, but wait, the first word of his name, the G, the first G stands for gelatinous. Oh, no. Gelatinous. I need another drink. Wait. Go ahead. Go ahead and take it. I'll wait. There we go. Okay. Gelatinous. Execute and exterminate. Genotype. Ultimate soldier. Oh, my God. That is the worst. (laughs) That is an example of we're going to roll some letter dice to come up with the name of the enemy. And then we're going to make it into an acronym. I, yeah, definitely. It's it's a little forced. Badly. Huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's I, I don't know what his name is in Japan, but I imagine that oh, I hope it makes a lot more sense there. And then when it came to America, it was like localized. <laughs> they like, translate well. Yeah. yeah. They're like, shit, we got to make this work somehow. <laughs> I don't know, man. Gelatinous execute. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> with, with like five minutes, three of us could come up with better. A better acronym. I'm not saying that I'm gonna we get should. A, we should definitely try. No. <laughs> I'm going to get a Pomeranian named Gelatinous Execute. <laughs> Gelatinous <laughs> Execute. A feral Pomeranian named Gelatinous Execute. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be a better acronym for Gigas? I fucking don't know. And I'm going to at least try to not create one out of respect. Which they didn't bother to do. Jigas. Jigas. All hail. All hail. That's what you need to name the randomizer. That's one of his many names. <laughs> Some days we call him Ray Liotta. Some days we call him Jigas. <laughs> if there was a, See, if there was a World of Heroes on. movie, I'm curious what the cast would look like. It would have to be like all strictly B-list actors and actresses. I agree with that. I think that's a really strong idea. I'm ready. I'm ready to sign off on that. We can't go with top billing, like, you know, A-lists because this game clearly did not go A-list. It's like C-list. No, it it is. It's absolutely, it's apparent what it is. You know, I mean, it's apparent immediately. 
that it's a yeah. Street Fighter Two clone. Like the moves are the same. Like the moves are the the moves are the same. It's, they they make little changes, right? Where it's like Fuma, uh, the Ken of this game, and Hanzo, the Ryu of this game. They all have the same inputs as Ryu and Ken. It's just they do kind of do them a little bit differently. Like instead of a Hadoken, Hanzo throws a Shuriken. It's like an energy Shuriken instead of a fireball. And I mean, like Gene the Arc is is like Kathy Griffin. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. All right. I've always I've always said that. <laughs> All right, I was thinking. I was thinking, nineteen eighties Meg Ryan, but okay, I'll go with that. Oh. <laughs> Man, I got a thing for nineteen eighties Meg Ryan. So <laughs> well, a lot of us did, but she's got. Uh, if you if you look at the character in the game, she definitely has the hair for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Are you talking about like um, working girl Meg Ryan? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I accept that. I accept that. My I've got a, I've got a new acronym for Gigas. Okay, what is it? <laughs> so Gigas is the gifted electronic excitable glib ultron like symbiote. I was with right. you Gigas. until glib. I think it's better, I, but yeah, glib kind of catches me. Yeah, I feel like you were like, "What starts with G? Glib? That'll work." But then again, they did that, that for every letter for the actual game, so I think that's he's good. Cl- I think he's probably pretty smooth. You yeah. could say go go yeah. gadget. Oh no, wait, sorry, that's Brocken. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Brocken. So I also I played just because it's a series, I did play World Heroes 2. How was that? Better. It's better. That's good. Um Is the it like graphics are slightly improved. It's it's a little faster, it's a little smoother. The um I mean, not more characters, not a ton of, I mean, other than it being like improved gameplay. So I think it is the superior version because it had a few new uh, characters. One, one very notable new character. But uh, let's is see. Is that the football player I've heard about? The football player, yes. Now, I saw who was this. he based on? Do you know? I haven't even seen him because I didn't play World Heroes 2. I would assume he's based on Bo Jackson. Oh wow! Okay, is this World he is Heroes massive. Two Jet? Say that again. Is it World Heroes Two Jet? Jet. There's a, there were a, a bunch of like weird versions of this game, and like there's a World Heroes Two Jet. Yeah, Jet came uh, out on PlayStation Two. Uh, the SNES version was just plain old World Heroes 2. World Heroes 2. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that one came out in 1993. Um, in the arcade. I don't know what what year it came out on the SNES. What was the name of the football player character? J Maximum. (laughs) Johnny Maximum. (laughs) Is he related to Maximum Power at all? (laughs) Occupation quarterback okay origin usa late 1900s johnny maximum State. is a brutal killing machine he plays football <laughs> because of its violence and he's and he searches for victims in the world heroes tournaments in world that's, heroes that's, perfect <laughs> it was revealed that he has a wife and child <laughs> <laughs> that's preposterous you name one current day nfl player who is violent <laughs> oh and murderous and has a wife and child 
personality. Johnny likes using brutality, and he is very sadistic. He apparently <laughs> repents from his actions, however, since his son was to be like him, and he doesn't approve of it. <laughs> so uh, here, here are his moves. Pigskin Thunder Spirit. That's where J-Max hurls a flaming football. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Penetration point. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A real Ben Roethlisberger like, move. Oh, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> that's a that's a body slam. Uh, then he has the shoulder charge, the head crush, and then the lightning tackle. I All right, like a good lightning tackle. <laughs> Let's see where the other. There's Eric the Viking. Oh, okay. I like that. That's a nice addition. So he's he's about the same size and sort of play style as uh as Jengis Jengis uh Karn. Karn, Jengis <laughs> Karn. Julius Karn. I don't understand why you can't remember uh Jengis Karn. It just Karn. Roll, it just rolls off the tongue and it's historically accurate. <laughs> then we've got the more racist one, uh Mudman, who is a spirit war warrior from New Guinea who Plays sort of like um, Tommy Davidson's character in Ace Ventura Two. <laughs> only he has the only he has the giant tiki mask oh covering. Oh my god! His, I just saw his, this giant uh, tiki mask. <laughs> Let's see, and then Captain Kidd, who is the the pirate, and Kyoko, who is a, a another very small, quick girl who is there to uh, basically Sakura that she's there to sure. impress. Um, Oh, instead of instead of Hanzo, they're to impress Fuma. Is that better or worse than uh, the marriage angle? <laughs> I mean, both are seeking uh, both are seeking male <laughs> approval. So, are they the same? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this does not pass the Beckdale test, <laughs> as do most Super Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> the boss in World Heroes Two is Zeus. Zeus. Oh, there's also Shura, the Muay Thai kickboxer. World Heroes 2 sounds a lot better than World Heroes 1. Kind of makes me a bummer that we're talking about World Heroes 2. <laughs> are, we not, are we not clearing World Heroes 2 with this one? I guess we are. It's, it's, it's similar. It's similar enough just with new characters. I, like, I think there's no reason to give it another episode. I like Mudman's... Um, hysterical French mustache that he has on his uh on his tribal mask. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he looks like if Jim Henson made a French Muppet in the 70s, <laughs> which I'm sure he did. But uh if he made a second one, a less good one, if he put half the time in on one, this is what you would get. You know, Mudman most rela- relies on his spirits to do most of his fighting for him. He is I mean, also if I... capable of humanly impossible stunts, such as spinning and just his mask. If I could do that, I would. Spin in midair with just your mask? No, man, just rely on my spirits. That sounds pretty great. And think what? Because the boss is Zeus, and there's also... Um... Neo Gigas Gigas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's back. And then the the last <laughs> like form. hidden <laughs> yeah. the the secret hidden boss is 
Dio, King of Cheapness. <laughs> so I did watch. I watched his ending where he beats Zeus and then beats himself, and the turns out it was a clone made by Damned, and now he's out to finish off Damned. What? Shit, what man. is? What is King of Cheapness supposed to mean? Yeah, I guess that's the OP final boss. Because <laughs> I did see his hits were taking off like a fourth of the enemy's hit points or hit bar. <laughs> I do think it's cool. They bring back the the sort of fatal mode in this one. Only The only difference is instead of having two hit bars, it becomes a sort of tug of war hit bar. That's cool. Like you hit you you hit the enemy... They lose health, you gain health kind of deal? Yes. That's yes. cool. Oh, that's I like so that. Bad. Yeah. So really, I mean, they kind of missed their opportunity with not making like a brawler ultimate wrestling game with historical figures. That's I feel like that's the angle they should have went with. Yeah. The world's historical figures all do Japanese extreme wrestling. I would have played that. I'm so I'm looking at this World Heroes 2 Jet. Uh, and the list of characters, and most of them match up. There's this one called Jack, uh, oddly enough. He's got, like, Freddy Krueger knives fingers. He's wearing gloves. Oh, that's going to be Jack the Ripper. Yeah, and it is. Probably. It's Jack the Ripper. Uh, they, <laughs> they did incorporate, it said he was inspired by the first one to receive the title of serial killer, Jack the Ripper. His claws and appearance are likely based on the urban legend, spring Jack. He uh, also has uh-huh. a striking resemblance with Club, one of the Shin's henchmen that first appeared in Fist of the North Stars manga. But he looks like mm. Junkrat with Freddy Krueger gloves on. Does he have Genghis Khan's face on his back? I can't see his back. All right. We'll have to look into it. See, so you do include like Pogo the Clown, John Wayne Gacy's murderous, murderous uh, clown serial killer. I'd play he a serial killer. He them and buries them <laughs> under his house. Yeah. After he, every time after he gets somebody, kills somebody, he eats a bucket of fried chicken as his outro animation. <laughs> I would, I would 100% play a serial killer anime arena fighter. Like 100, without a doubt, $40, I'm in. Uh, yep, fuck yes. Also, I feel Damn. bad because I, I kind of made fun of uh, some of these games, the, the endings of these games, like for these characters. Um, like, you know, like when the Rasp, when Rasputin gets chased by a pink Tyrannosaurus. But I want to remind everybody that uh, Gorbachev exists on the Street Fighter wiki because he is absolutely in... The end of uh, Street oh Fighter God, 2 yeah. for Zangief. Yep. So I do want to say that maybe they took a little heavily from that, where it's like, we can make this a little wacky. <laughs> it's the 80s. Well, not quite, but, you know. It's close. It's close enough to the 80s. We can do this. Because <laughs> I also guess, because Street, so Street Fighter, Street Fighter had Street Fighter the World Warrior, and then so the rub up for that. World Warrior is World Heroes. World Heroes, yeah. Yeah. Can I confess something? Please. Please. Oh, my Lord. You both said please. We love I it. I never went to space camp. <laughs> <laughs> that was all a lie. Uh, no, I did go to space camp. That's not what I was going to confess. I was going to confess, uh, I've never been a big fan of Street Fighter, and 
I never really got into it. So games like this never really appealed to me. My yeah, big fighter. If you didn't get into Street Fighter 2, you definitely are not going to get into World Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. and this wouldn't have been a game that I would have given a shit about. My thing was Mortal Kombat. That was the big fighter for me. I dropped quarters on Mortal Kombat 2 in the arcade. You know, I always same had a love for Mortal Kombat, but I never really connected with Street Fighter. That's not to say that I didn't love Chun-Li's massive thighs. You know, I mean, I have a respect for it. It just never appealed to me. So World they, Heroes they command probably respect. would have been the same thing. Yeah, they do. But I said the, the most you can do is respect Chun Li's thighs. My Animal Crossing character is female, and I wear the little um, buns, the little bun cover things uh-huh. as homage to Chun Li. Nice. I have nothing but love for the for the franchise, and I respect it, but it just never appealed to me much. Like I, I was, it's not that I wasn't like good at it. I played it, I was okay at it, uh, and games like it, like World Heroes. But uh, for me, Mortal Kombat was the end all be all fighting game, and that's where I kind of drew the line. So I liked Mortal Kombat more as a kid, uh, and I think it's just because of all the you know the fatalities and all like the fun stuff that was in the, in those games. Yeah. I mean, growing up, of course I, I was an adult when Mortal Kombat came out and, um, we lived, we lived just down the hill from a shopping center that had an arcade, a functional arcade. And a buddy of mine and me would go up there and play Mortal Kombat two when it was still a new thing in arcades for hours we would just take a roll of quarters up there and just play Mortal Kombat 2 and that's where I sort of felt at home you know learning those fatalities Mm -hmm. and uh, I just felt more connected to Mortal Kombat than I ever did the Street Fighter but I played enough Street Fighter to respect it it just never really got its hooks in me you know so a game like World Heroes would would have just kind of blown past my radar so this is completely not the point you were trying to make, but Mortal Kombat 2 is the best Mortal Kombat game, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Without I mean, there's question. no question. That, there's no question. That, that carries into today. Like, Yeah, of course it does. I mean, I say the, that, but I, I haven't mean, played any of the new ones. <laughs> I played Mortal Kombat 11. I've got it on my Xbox. Jesus, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. They, they put so much care and love and work into it. So I absolutely respect it. But man, at the end of the day, after all these years, and this is most of the time I've been married to my wife. This is the better part of 30 years. Mortal Kombat 2, absolute best of the franchise. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, it, it really set is, yeah. the standard for me, and nothing has ever lived up to that because I, it, it's that dopamine rush that I got from playing Mortal Kombat. I mean, I pumped quarter after quarter after quarter into those machines because I wanted to, not because sure. I felt like I had a, a goal or I just wanted to do it because I I loved the game. It was perfect, and yeah, as as a as far as Mortal Kombat is concerned, two. Uh, set the standard is the best and will always be the best. Well, and I feel like two is like right before, like it's pure because 
Mortal Kombat 3 is when, like, I don't know, man, let's put a run button in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's try to, like, horseshoe a combo system in here no. because Street Fighter's yeah. got combos. <laughs> so we need combos, too. I feel like it kind of lost its way a little bit. Mortal Kombat 1 focused so much on we're going to do this gory motion mm-hmm. cap, mocap thing and make and break ground. And they did. It was mm-hmm, groundbreaking. Sure. Absolutely groundbreaking, and it set the standard, but they perfected it with Mortal Kombat 2, and I will stand on that soapbox for the rest of my life because it has never been as good. Again, I've never gotten that rush from a Mortal Kombat game that I got from Mortal Kombat 2, and I never will, and that's okay because Mortal Kombat 2 is perfect. Here, here. (laughs) <laughs> We're in perfect alignment. It's okay. it's okay. I'm much more a Street Fighter person than a than a Mortal Kombat person. But I, I am, can understand why somebody would love Mortal Kombat. I am now for sure, and I'm just saying that Mortal Kombat Two is the best, and that's and the best Mortal Kombat. No, game. I I agree with you. I agree with you. All the Mortal Kombat's I played, I totally agree with you. And I respect now, the Street Fighter love. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing but love for the Street Fighter series and the. The legacy that, that thing built, but the work of Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia, absolutely. Hey, Kylie listen. Minogue. Kylie Minogue. I've talked about Kylie Minogue in the on this podcast in the past, and you guys were like, "Who's Kylie Minogue?" Cammy, really? yeah, us. Yeah, you. I <laughs> love Kylie Minogue, but it wasn't another podcast. That's weird. Yeah, I feel like, like we know. I didn't know I was, who Kylie Minogue was until we until we did the episode on Street Fighter the movie. So you probably was, you probably I, got it, in before when that. When I'm doing my tour of different podcasts, you know. Mm-hmm. No, dude, y'all's the only podcast I've ever been on, and I totally <laughs> don't remember what episode it was. But I absolutely mentioned that Kylie Minogue is just totally like she's the Madonna in Australia. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into it again. But well, my first exposure to her was when she was the musical guest on Ian McKellum's SNL episode, and you can see in the wings of the stage, Ian McKellum is just fucking jamming out so hard to her musical performance. Listen, Kylie Minogue is Australian Madonna. I stand on my soapbox and say it. She has survived breast cancer. She is brilliant. I was going to say Brexit for some reason. All I know is I'm going to isolate what you just said, and anytime you call me in the future, that's going to be the ringtone. That Kylie Minogue (laughs) has survived breast cancer? No, just the whole thing, because I really really like how you say Kylie Minogue. Um, It's... It's it, it, you get that O. Uh, you get it real good, and I love it. It's like it's real. It's 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 real. It's real good. It's, <laughs> you know, I've worked. I've worked my whole life to tone down the southern accent. <laughs> no, it's not even southern. That's what I love about it. It's kind of like when it's like in when Seinfeld it's Australian like, Alec Berg. <laughs> it's very much one of those. It's like it's like when you're listening to someone speak in another language and then they say something in English and it's like oh, <laughs> it's like it's one of those moments and I love I, it. I say Kylie Minogue the way I do because I respect her so much and I love her so much. And I love I'm that glad she's still alive. I wish I could have a love as pure as that in my life. 
Well, you know, you you live through losing somebody you love to something so terrible. Mm-hmm. But then you see this person survived it and she continues to be a champion for her causes and she continues to record music and that makes me happy. So Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not giving you shit. I legitimately no, love no, it. No, I no, I don't think you are. I, I, I don't think you are. I just know that unless I'm having a weird uh, alternate timeline experience, where I've time traveled and not realized it, I know I have mentioned Kylie Minogue before. I do not. I vaguely doubt it. remember you mentioning it. What? I vaguely remember you mentioning it. Okay. Well, then I'm not crazy. Well, I mean, I am. I guess. About Kylie Minogue. I'm crazy about Kylie Minogue. <laughs> we, and we can't blame you. We love Kylie, and we don't care who knows. How did it get to this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, do you guys have any achievements for uh, World Heroes? I just did not. I do not have any achievements for this game. I've got a couple that came in from Twitch chat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the first achievement I have comes in from Postmaster General Damien. And that achievement is, we have Street Fighter at home. In order to unlock, we have Street Fighter at home. <laughs> Go home and play this with disappointment after begging your mom for Street Fighter 2. That's, that's very good. It's really good. It reminds me of an Eddie Murphy bit where it's like, I want to go to McDonald's. Oh, I got McDonald's right here. And I put the onions and the peppers in the burger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I won't go in any further into the Eddie Murphy thing because it's ridiculously inappropriate today. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I I believe it cuz I've recently watched uh so I've been on a stand-up comedy binge and uh I've recently watched some and it's like, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> was it uh was it delirious or raw? It was uh where's which is the red jacket? I can never remember cuz I get it's them confused. Raw. Yeah, it was raw. Yeah, that's it's I mean, Delirious was before Raw. It doesn't matter. They're both stupidly inappropriate. I mean, they're classic. Sure. Yeah. But today they, oh, Eddie. I, just, I listen to it now and I'm like, oh, Eddie. <laughs> Second Go achievement I've got comes in from Bubba Drewski and it is Fuma. F U U M A. Fat Upper Ultimate Muff Area. <laughs> order to unlock Fuma, fat upper ultimate muff area. Beat the game as Fuma. I liked it because the acronym is better than Gigas. <laughs> Next achievement. Mad about Foo. This comes in from Edgelord Kyle. In order to unlock Mad about Foo, play as Fuma so you can make the Paul Riser throwing sound. Um, <laughs> it's very. Yeah, the the uh, the voice modulation outside of M Powers number one is like it's very difficult to to make out what anybody is saying. I swear to you that Fuma does say Paul Reiser. Um, if you don't believe it, I urge you to play World Heroes yourself. Which, by <laughs> the way, they've got a sweet move where they like 
instead of doing a hurricane kick, they just turn their entire body into a throwing star and they hurl themselves across the screen. It's pretty neat. I mean, that works. It works. It gets the job done. So like the thing about like this game is speaking of that is like, so that's like a take on Ryu's uh, hurricane kick, which is like very punishable. Like that is like when you do that as Ryu and you don't connect with it, buckle up because you're about to get bucked up. You're about to get bucked up. But like World Heroes isn't balanced. Like World Heroes is a I think that World Heroes is an okay game. I think it's it is, but it is like it doesn't have that nuance to it. It's like that is like you can just spam a whole bunch of shit and it's fine. Some things are punishable, other things are not punishable. It's it just doesn't feel very balanced. And uh, I actually, Ian, I have one that's prepared for you. Oh no! Uh, yeah, I, I've got a note in my in my in my notes in before Ian gives the achievement, the wrath of Karn. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a golden opportunity here and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. That's your gift. And that's a gift to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Tyler, do you have any achievements? I do. I have three. Oh, I've got a uh, big B's grasping hand. You unlock that by winning him. Winning a match with Rasputin using his giant yellow hand spell. Big B sounds kind of like a grocery store chain, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Less is more at Big B's. <laughs> Over at Win Big Win Big B's. Win Big B's. <laughs> uh, my second one is Go Go Nazi Tech, mm. and you win uh, win a match with Brocken. Can't go wrong with Nazi tech. Did did you say Brocken or Matthew Broderick? Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) The one in True Inspector Gadget. We can all agree on that, right? Rich Stewart, yes. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, the the lesser watched uh, Inspector Gadget 2 starring French Stewart. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see that one. I was expecting someone to come back with the right answer, which is Don Adams, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, okay. I get it. You, you prefer him as Maxwell smart. I understand. I do too. That's true. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so, that's where, that's where my mind went. So French Stewart, I second the nomination. <laughs> <laughs> my last one is damn you Mongolians. And you unlock that by uh, winning the game as Genghis Karn. Nice. <laughs> side note, a sad side note, if you will indulge me, please. Everybody ready for a sad side note? Mm-hmm. Always. Um, when I looked up Don Adams, uh, the first photograph I found of him looks like if Burt Reynolds played the corpse of Bernie and Bernie's weekend. Oh, God. Oh, my man. Lord. Oh, I don't mean to. I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. Uh, I love Burt Reynolds so much. <laughs> Cannibal Run was like influential to me. No, I've never seen all of it. I, I you know, I no, remember seeing really bits and to. pieces of it as a kid. I, I liked what I saw as a kid, but it was kind of one of those where it's like 
no one ever sat me down and was like, we're going to watch Cannonball Run. It was more like, oh, this is on USA. I'll watch it for 15 minutes and they'll get a go get a fruit snack shaped like a shark. (laughs) (laughs) I have recently watched Cannonball Run and Cannonball Run 2 and they hold up for me. But then again, I I like 70s porn. So, yeah, that's probably okay. (laughs) So including Burt Reynolds Playgirl spread. I mean, yeah. Dude, dude had a great dick. What do you want from me? <laughs> Nothing. That's it. That's all I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and and great plastic wrap. Uh, I didn't know the Cannonball Run was a Cannonball Run Two was a thing. Oh, it's an American dude. Hong Kong comedy. <laughs> there's Burn Cannonball Lord. Run, Cannonball Run Two, and Cannonball Run Three, if I'm not mistaken. Jackie Chan uh, is in it. Jackie Chan is in it, and he is in uh, he in the car that they're in. He is with the guy that plays Jaws from the James Bond movies, and the dude that plays the guy with the nail in his head from Happy Gilmore. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be waiting yeah. for you in the parking lot. <laughs> exactly. That guy is in Cannonball Run 2 with Jackie Chan. Oh, my God. Their car is, like, super, like, technologically superior it's a submarine it's a submarine okay all right i'm I'm gonna look and see i mean that's all that needs to be said it's terrible it's a terrible movie but it's a wonderful movie i don't know sounds pretty good to me i love old burt reynolds movies smoking the bandit cannonball run i mean dom de is in it shit i don't have i don't have a subscription to stars i can't watch it I totally have stars on my cable package. Oh and man! Recently watched Cannibal Run two. Yeah, that makes sense because when I look up Cannonball Run, uh, nothing shows up. I guess it's, it's not streaming anywhere. Cannibal Run is so. All the Cannibal Run movies are inappropriate. Uh, Dean Martin is in it. It. <sighs> They're inappropriate. They don't hold up today, but... Well, yeah, I mean, it was made in 1981. Of course it's inappropriate. Hey, yeah, I was born in 1973, and that was pretty great to me. So sure. it holds up. I, I still love it. I still love them for nostalgic value, but um, yeah, Burt Reynolds, man. And I have okay. seen the Playgirl Burt Reynolds spread. The guy's Okay little hairy but he's okay i'll put it in the show notes <laughs> does he have a does he have a big old dong uh it's you know it's it's reasonable respect do you think he fluffed it yeah. probably fluffed it right uh i don't think so i would i think i, I legit <laughs> think that there was a like they couldn't show an erection i see you know what i mean like like mm, they couldn't show, show erections in Playgirl, show a, is it just show soft penis, penises but not on page after page? Yeah, pretty much. I, really? I what a uh, ripoff! I feel like no. that, this is why feminism started. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's appreciating the male body for what it is and not what it can do. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear Shandra screaming? Because I think I heard it. <laughs> All I know she, is she, she wants Burt Riddle's erect penis, damn it. <laughs> damn it. All I know is there's a lot of hair. 
That makes sense. That that but, I haven't seen the Playboy the Playgirl spread, and that tracks with me anyway. That totally I'm, makes sense. I'm all about the hair. I'm a child yeah. of the '70s. I love it. Yeah, I am Give not. I'm me. the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I want all people. Then, I, then I'm in the middle. Momentarily, an acid to get all the hair off their bodies, and then I can. <laughs> I can care less. I'm, I'm, you know, shaved, hairy, whatever. I don't care. You do you. I like Frank that, Reynolds when he shaves his whole body. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be clean. Yeah. Have you ever used a depilatory? What is that? I mean, just nature's depilatory over time. I mean, a cream that takes the like nair away instead of shaving. Yeah, nair. No, I've never used nair, but I've been tempted to use it on my uh, butthole. So, because uh, that gets pretty wild back there. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it, dude. It's not worth don't it. Don't do it. Don't do no, it. It's not worth don't it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I promise. If it don't seems it. like I don't know, I think I need a little more convincing to not do it. Did something happen? <laughs> here's well, here's doesn't your it smell terrible because it's basically burning everything off like a chemical burn? It's no, you're using on your butthole. I mean, it's probably gonna smell bad anyway. Ooh. Or is it just I, combining two bad smells? Is <laughs> <laughs> is your butthole a, sensitive, Dave? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to experiment. That's like elbow skin. You will. If you use <laughs> depilatory on it. A depilatory. Depilatory? Diplodocus? Diplodocus? Depilatory, yeah. I've never really heard of it. But yeah, depilatory. That's what, I just always called it Nair because... Uh, along with a lot of products I don't use, I don't really know what they're called. Yeah, it is a depilatory cream. I went the Nair route on the balls once. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't recommend it. I don't know this, if that's the general consensus, but. This um, explains why you like hair. I'm good with hair. <laughs> yeah. I'm good yeah. with that 70s stuff. Give me the bush. I take a razor to those bad boys. I get in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just don't trust it on the backside. Can't see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, you could do it. It's not going to kill you. Plus, I got to be real with you. I don't know. I've never used Nair. I don't know what it does, but it's like, I don't think I could deal with stubble on my b-hole. I don't think that I like... Mm. It literally chemically removes the hair from your bay hole. How does it grow back, though? The way hair grows back. So stubbly. It gets stubbly then, right? Eventually. Yeah, I can't. I don't think it's not worth the just having like a few clean wipes, like a week's worth of clean wipes (laughs) isn't worth dealing with stubble on my bee hole. It's just I don't know what to tell you, Dave, except. I've been there, mm-hmm. didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Your results may vary. Okay, it's my path. It's, yeah, I have to. I have to. This is my journey to take. You you do have to take the journey yourself. Yeah, I would love to collaborate with you and find out how uh, you felt about it. I'm gonna it's been go suggested for, to me. I'm gonna go for. You probably didn't like it. 
Yeah, I probably wouldn't, which is why I have not done it. It's been suggested to me by Twitch chat several, uh, probably a year ago. <laughs> uh, I'll tell and, you yeah. that your wizened sage used to mm-hmm. do pillatory once on the uh, nether region. On the no-no in, hole? Including <laughs> the no-no hole. Uh, you know, it did the job. Were you preparing for a surgery or was this for funsies? It was no, just to okay. know. <laughs> All right. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Uh, didn't care for it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to back off this to- uh, topic before we get into Patreon bonus episode territory. <laughs> <laughs> I have some questions for you guys. Uh, specifically, oh, yeah. I have some questions um, for, for Tyler first to start off. Uh, Tyler. All right. All right. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the uh, cracking, icy, falling apart jawline beard of the T-1000 when he gets covered in liquid nitrogen. Nice. Okay. That makes sense, because a gigas. It's just a, it's a, yeah. Plus, it's a cracked, breaking down version of what it should be. All right. Yeah. I, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? I'm going to give it a, a repeat of a pair of glasses I gave some time ago, which were the glasses of Rowdy Roddy Piper from mm. the the movie They Live. <laughs> the classic nice. glasses, man. They're going to come up more than once. I mean, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So when you play this game and then put on the glasses that show things for what they really are, you think you're playing World Heroes, you put the glasses on, oh, you're playing Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Shit, World Heroes is playing me. <laughs> That's a great movie. I love I love that movie. It's been a minute since I've seen that. I need to watch it. That's one of those like um that's one of those movies that I remember watching over and over again on like when we got like a free HBO weekend or something. Like that is definitely one of the yeah. movies that I taped and watched nice. over and over again as a seven-year-old. Yeah. Um, it was a formative, formative flick. I am curious. This is a question for both of you. Um, do you think that this game belongs on Tadpog's top 100? Top nope. 100, top no. 100 SNES games. Let me clarify that. No, still no. No, no, I agree. There's too many, there's too many street fighter iterations that you can yeah. put on there. Yeah, it's tough to have it's tough to have any Street Fighter 2 game on that list and then also have World Heroes on that list. Right. Um, so I wonder what the 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 bar is. What is the bar for fighting games on IGN's top 100? Like what is the worst game that's on there? Yeah, what's the what's the mm-hmm. bottom fighting game on IGN's top 100? Uh, I think it it's up. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 is my guess. Oh, you're right. I do not think it is better than Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Mm, no, I don't think it's better than Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 either, but I think I might honestly rather play World Heroes than Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. I think that, I, mm. not at the time, but right now, like in 2020, yeah, sure. I think I'd rather play. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 is a fucking mess. I mean, I yeah. I... I I hate that. I would not system. put it on the top 100. No, I wouldn't yeah. either. No, I, I wouldn't either. And I'm not saying that World Heroes is a better game. Obviously, it's it's extremely derivative. But like, I don't know, man. As far as gameplay goes, it seems a lot more fair than Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Right. And you're, 
you're talking desert islands here, right? So if you're on a desert island, are you going to play Mortal Kombat Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 or this? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like Desert Island, I'd rather play World Heroes, but obviously more time and effort and care went into Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 sure, than World sure. Heroes. I mean, like, without a doubt, and more budget went into it, you know, like a right, whole bunch right, of more went right. into Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 than World Heroes. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't, I it's honestly don't. What's that? It's entertainment. Yeah. I, okay. I yeah. 90 okay so ultimate world combat 3 is 97 on the list which i would not put it on the top 100 right after that at 96 is street fighter alpha 2 hmm. yeah and i think street fighter alpha 2 is that low on the list because of how it is on the super nintendo yep because it's a playstation game really yeah i mean that that is like a that is a that was a next gen game. I, I think it's just kind of amazing that there is a Super Nintendo version of that game. I remember being surprised when we talked about it on on Tadpog. Then the next fighting game after that, eighty two, is Killer Instinct. Yeah, which I, I don't know. I have fond memories of Killer Instinct, and I understand why it's on IGN's list because it is. It was marketed so heavily. And it was such a big deal in the arcades because I remember when that came out in the arcade and it was it was a huge deal. But I don't know, man, going back and playing it is like, does it hold up? I don't think that it really does. Fatal Fury 2 at 63. I think Fatal Fury 2 holds up. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of where so we that, start that to get is, that. So the lowest ranked fighting game that you find to still hold up is Fatal Fury 2 at 63. And I mean, Street Fighter Alpha 2, I think is great, but not on the Super Nintendo. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, so I guess, yeah, that would be my baseline then is probably Fatal Fury 2. But say a lot of the fighting games are down much lower on the list on the, on IGNs. I've not looked at this list in some time yeah. realizing it as I scroll through it right now. It's the primordial ooze of Tadpog. I gotta say, because after 63, the next fighting game. Ooh, still going through, still going through. Mortal Kombat 2 at 25. And I mean, I think Mortal Kombat 2 is a great game. I don't think it I don't think that it holds up as well as any Street Fighter 2. But I do think because like it's hard to go back and play a Mortal Kombat game. And I I don't think it's hard to go back and back and play a Street Fighter Two game. Because, and I think it's honestly because Street Fighter Two games, or Street Fighter games, obviously have changed over the years, but they are not so far from what they were in the '90s. You know what I mean? Yeah, because at number six, Street Fighter Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Man, it's been so long since I looked at this. Yep, and I think that's the king, right? I mean, that's the king yeah, on the Super not- Nintendo. Yep, and it's the highest rated fighting game by yeah. a by a breath by a, by a by a large margin. Yeah. And I think it makes sense. I mean, you I think that I think that Mortal Kombat, I think that series on a whole had more cultural impact than any than Street Fighter ever did. Um and I think with the whole ESRB and all that, I mean like Mortal Kombat definitely has yeah, I mean they're they're like a fixture. Of '90s fighters for sure, but I just for think real. it's it's it's, t- it's tougher to go. It's tougher for me to go back to a Mortal Kombat game. I get that. 
I have a uh, yeah, because I I still crave my fighting game that I crave to play is still Street Fighter Two Turbo, not Skull Girls. Yeah, Skull Girls was all right. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like Skull Girls okay too. Uh, I have some more questions for you guys. Uh, I want to know if you were to buy World Heroes One loose. For the Super Nintendo, how much do you think you would pay for it on average? Mm. Uh, I've never seen this in the wild ever. Nor yeah, have I. I either. Uh, I would. I'll go first. I'll say. Okay. Um. Eight eighty-five. Eight eighty-five from Ian. Tyler, what do you think? Seventeen twenty-five. Seventeen twenty-five. Actual retail value of World Heroes loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com, is eight dollars and ninety-nine cents. So Ian was within fourteen cents of being dead on. I've never been Uh, that close before. It's very close. You might as well finish. (laughs) Is. <laughs> is do you think it's worth it? Do you think this game is worth eight ninety nine? Um, I mean, I don't know. If you're a collector, sure. It's it's less than ten bucks. Yeah, I think that it is. I think that I could justify spending nine dollars on this and not and not feel guilty about it. <laughs> but then again, just for shits and giggles, I'm curious how much Street Fighter Super Street Fighter Two for the Super Nintendo goes for. Uh-huh. Uh, you could spend roughly three more dollars and get sh- just regular Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo. Uh, and you're probably going to be better off. Turbo, though. Mm. Yeah, Turbo is where it's at. I mean, if you want to go Turbo, you got to drop yeah. at least almost seven more dollars than World of Heroes. <laughs> we're, or, we're, okay. Sorry, World Heroes. World of Heroes is an MMO. <laughs> <laughs> World Heroes is the fighting game. And actually, it's City of Heroes. <laughs> what, about, what about World Heroes 2? World Heroes 2? Well, how much do you guys think World, World Heroes 2 is? I'm thinking less. Like, 668. See, I'm thinking more like $25. Ooh. So, 668 and $25? Yeah. Okay. Actual retail value of World Heroes 2 loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording is $14.49. Damn. Yeah. All right. More, but still not that much. Still no. not bad, honestly. I wouldn't feel bad buying either of these games for their I mean, price. If you're I a mean, collector, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you're a collector or if you're a fighting game, if 16-bit fighting game enthusiast uh, who feels like they need to explore <laughs> the other <Yeah>. fighting <laughs> options. There's definitely better stuff out there, though. You got any more questions? I do. I have some questions that came in from one Prime Inquisitor, Ross Rachel Green. I went through and was listening to um, the Power Rangers CEO episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. And where he asks the questions in real time, it freaked me out. I don't remember that. He asked us questions in real time. Oh, right. Of course he did. 
Yeah, he did the Because he was there. Because <laughs> he was on the phone or what? Not on the phone. Right. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, I forgot. I, look, I forgot that Power Ranger Zeo is a fucking game, a, like a few episodes <laughs> back when we were talking about like racing games or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I could not. You had to say it mul- a few times. We'd be like, oh, yeah, the awful Mario Kart club. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. But you got to admit, listening to him talk is pretty great. It is pretty great. But it's, it's also like listening, great. To listening to John to Oliver, talk, but not quite John Oliver. <laughs> it's like how I imagine the guy on the Pringles can sounds. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys it. ready to take this quiz from Rachel Green? Do entitled it. Yeah, let's do even, it. Even More One Word Wonders. Shit. Ross Richard Green starts, I realize this game has more than one word in the title, but an unfinished alphabetical list is annoying me. <laughs> I also uh, I also threw about a quiz about Sunsoft games and games with word in the title, but I have already done both of those quizzes. So this one starts at M. There is no years, just game titles. <laughs> so... Starting with M, these are games, I believe, that just have one word in the title. Are we ready to begin? (laughs) Oh, my God. Sure. All right. Tyler, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. First question. This video game adaptation of a board game has the mascot Uncle Pennybags. Monopoly. 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 Yeah, that's a Monopoly. Uh, did anybody else have a really cool Monopoly t-shirt in high school? Just me. No. Okay. I wish. <laughs> you I was said pretty edgy. Cool it was Monopoly a Monopoly t-shirt. It no. was a get out of jail free t-shirt. He had probably saw it and erased it from his memory. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Next question. The title of this game is also the title of films based on the Lord of Vampires. Blade. <laughs> I don't. Dra- I th- Dracula. I, w- I think it's going to be after M, so I think it's going to be Nosferatu. Oh Nosferatu. yeah, okay. yeah. And I Go wouldn't call, have call, gotten call. there unless it was the alphabetical thing, because I would have been like, yeah, absolutely, like Bram, Bram, uh, Stoker's Dracula. Uh, let's see, locking in Nosferatu. It is in fact Nosferatu. Nice. Next question. This dungeon-crawling RPG also hit Amiga, Atari, and MS-DOS and starred medieval history lecturer Will Mason. Zork. Who is Will Mason? Uh, Zork? (laughs) I said Zork. So that's all I know. Zork Jr. Math. (laughs) I (laughs) I I don't know. Zork, locking it in. It is, in fact, oh, Obatus, the game that we're all oh. super familiar with, I'm sure. Obatus. All right, yeah, I was I've never just heard of thinking that. about uh-uh. that this morning. Shit. <laughs> I can't wait to play a game that stars a medieval history lecturer, Will Mason. <laughs> My Obertus hurts this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's definitely a telehealth thing, I think. It is. <laughs> Raise I can hand. handle that one. Yeah. Now hold your phone up to your obitus. <laughs> Next question. 
This is a game that Tyler guesses a lot after channeling the randomizer and was based on an unfinished arcade game called Flea Pit. Is that Pit? Plock? Pit, pit Fighter? Oh, Plock. That's probably, you do say Plock a lot. You want to go Plock? I, I would say un, unfinished because like he has no arms and legs. Okay. He doesn't have attachments. All right. We're going Plock. Locking it in. It is, in fact, Plock. Well nice. done. Next question. This Titus game takes place in the year 5069. Nice. With the player in control of a young biomech cyborg trying to save what's left of humanity after a devastating alien attack. Hagane? It would be Ooh. after P. I think Hagane is a really good guess, but it would, be, it would have to start with a letter after P. Fuck, I don't know nothing. It starts with F. <laughs> I have no idea either. I have no idea. I have no idea. (laughs) Titus Shadow Run. Players control of a young biomech cyborg. Yeah. I mean, Mega Man. It's okay. He said it started with an F. Well, it's not an an alien invasion. No, me saying it started with an F was a a stupid joke. It it starts with a letter. It starts with a letter after After P. P. So (laughs) L-M-N-O-P. So P. Q Q R S <laughs> Cuber Quail Man. You guys remember that Quail Man game that Quail took place Man? in fifty sixty nine? It's Cubert, goddamn it. Cubert walking it in. Simpson comma Bart. <laughs> wait, what? Simpsons? Wait, what was it? Simpson comma Bart versus the aliens. It's the Simpsons comma Bart versus space aliens. Locking it in isn't in fact realm. Oh, realm. how did we miss that? Realm. Realm. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. It's a pretty good Final Fantasy character, I guess. Next care. Next question. In this platform game, the player must escape the sinking ship Lady Crithania in an hour or sink with the ship. Titanic? What? Titanic? <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> Titanic, locking yeah, it the, in. Those, those Titanic computer games, Titanic... Lost Sea Voyage or some shit. It is. I'm sorry. We were looking for SOS. SOS. I knew that. I just didn't want to say it. Sure. I get it. I was same here. Next question. This game is based on a Robin Williams film about a business owner passing and handing the business over to his sons. Please God. Let this be toys. Yeah. (laughs) Toys. It is, in fact, toys. Nice. Nice. I hated was, that movie so me much. Me too. I'm oh so glad God. you said that because I remember watching it as a kid and being like, how is a movie called Toys this awful? And it's unexciting. so bad. It's like the only movie that Joan Cusack was in that I hated. It's the worst. Thank oh. you. So I okay. bet the Super Nintendo game's real good. <laughs> yeah, the, the Super Nintendo game made up for what the movie didn't do. No, it didn't. It was awful, probably too. Yeah, probably. That's probably a safe bet. But I don't know. You we'll find played out. that one, have you? <laughs> haven't done that one yet. Eep. <laughs> Next question: This racing game created by the developers of Grand Theft Auto knows a thing or two about cool player names. It's got to be Uniracers. 
Yep. Locking it in. It is, in fact, Uniracers. Nice. Next, I long for the days of Uniracers. <laughs> I do. I remember playing, I think, I don't know what I said about Uniracers on the Uniracers episode with Tadpog Sweetheart, Josh Nance, but I do, I feel like I would be a lot more lenient on it now after having played games like World Heroes. <laughs> yep. And the anti-uni. Yes, the right. The anti-Christ of unicycles. I, I forgot about that. Man, maybe I'll maybe I will nominate Uniracers as one of the SNES Club games hey, of the month. Hey, that'd be nice. On the Discord. All right, next question. This isometric platformer stars a magical rabbit and is another word for urinating. Uh piss bunny. <laughs> no, it has to be after you. Never mind. Squirt rabbit. Squirt rabbit. <laughs> uh, that's an S. That doesn't work either. <laughs> it has to be a letter after you. Zippy the piss bunny. <laughs> <laughs> you literally what? beat me to it. I was gonna say Zippy the piss bunny. What is the um a lagomorph that wouldn't work? Yeah, I'm not yeah, I don't know. I, it's Zippy an, the Piss Bunny sounds good. It's an isometric <laughs> platformer starring a magical rabbit. I feel like we should know this, but I don't know it. I it's another either. word for urinating. What are other words it's for urinating? Zippy the Piss Bunny. How the fuck yeah. do you not know this? Whiz? It's, it's you probably got Whiz. Mario, you got fucking Zippy the Piss Bunny. What the fuck? <laughs> Zippy, the, Zippy the Piss Bunny locking it in. It is, in fact, <laughs> it is Whiz. W H I Z Z. Never heard of it. No, nor have I. I do want to look nope. it up real quick to see if it is a Super Nintendo game. Zippy the Piss Bunny. Wiz is. is a 1994 isometric platform game released for the Amiga, Amiga CD32, and MS DOS. Um, it was also ported to the Super Nintendo in 1996, probably that a little I too late. It has a 1.8 out of 5 rating on Glitch Wave. What is oh, the dude. fucking what Holy does Flopsy shit. say about it? I don't have Flopsy on me. Flopsy, Flops. Flopsy didn't make it with me in quarantine. Tyler may have Flopsy. Flop, uh, I don't have him with me. Okay. So you guys need to look up Wiz because it looks like Zippy take, the Piss Bunny. It looks like Zippy the Piss Bunny. Take Final Fantasy <laughs> Tactics. And make it a platformer uh, revolving around a piss bunny. Damn. It looks Sounds awful. pretty ideal. It's like, yeah, yeah, pretty good. All right, next question. In this action platformer, two mechas and a self-aware robot are dispatched to NGC-1611, charged with the task of destroying the invader's power source and, if possible, locating... A legendary weapon. What? Zybots? I don't know. I've never played <laughs> <Sure>. Zybots. <laughs> but it starts with an X. I know that. <laughs> Xenomorphin Zeo. <laughs> Xenomorphin and, uh, Power Rangers. I like Zeo that. Mor- Xenomorphin Power Rangers Zeo Racer. Putty, David Putty of- Edition. Locking it in. <laughs> it is, in fact, we're, hey, we're kind of close. Because what's the name of the big talking head in a jar on, on Power Rangers? 
Zordon. Zordon. This game is Zardion. <laughs> ah, okay. So we were close enough. I'm going to give it to we, us. I've, yeah, I, I think have we heard get of those Zardion. points. Yeah. You've heard of Zardion? I'm surprised. I've heard of Zardion. Interesting. Then it, maybe it's good. <laughs> oh, no. I hear a lot of shit. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, you either hear of a game where it goes one way or the other. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. And one last question. This is the fun zone question. Welcome to the fun zone. You will be given a million dollars if you can complete a new video game. It is not fun to play and incredibly difficult. Of all the people to play it, only three people have ever managed it, which I assume managed to beat it. The contract states that you must complete the challenge within a year, and in that year, you cannot play or watch anyone else play any other video games. Do you accept the challenge? Yeah. Man, he dug really deep for this. I'm going to say no. Well, they do have the con- he does have the conditional in there if you can complete a new video game. <laughs> Shit. So it's like, it's tough because it's like, can I do that? Does RPG maker count? Cause I feel like I could figure out RPG maker in a year. If I get a million dollars at the end. I mean, yeah. Yep. You do the captain Ron RPG maker game. Bust, bust up my notebook, make maps, make, yep. yeah, you can fucking do it in a year. You, the Kylie Min- you can do the Kylie Minogue RPG. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's the worst that could happen? I could not get a million dollars. Well, that happens every day, so yeah, sure. yeah. Fuck that, it. Is, that is There's true. nothing new. <laughs> you lose 100% of the video games you don't make. Thanks, Brett Obama. <laughs> For the record, Ross says personally he thinks that he would accept that challenge. With mm. Kylie Minogue. Minogue. Who, who wouldn't? I'm not even trying to say it weird. I know, Am and I, I love it. it weird? You're not saying it weird, you're saying it beautifully. <laughs> right, exactly. Minogue. It's like it's your like love you're of, speaking in the Queen's English. Yeah, your love of the person is coming through in your pronunciation, and I love hey, it. Hey, hey, Tyler and Dave. Yes. Minogue. <laughs> See, what you're doing is the difference between saying Naruto and Naruto. Uh, <laughs> Minogue. That's you're gonna saying, be that uh, catchphrase, like my like <laughs> <laughs> my uh, battle cry when I'm about to elbow somebody in the face as I'm, you know, coming down on them from the top rope. Minogue! <laughs> well, we got anything else? We, uh, we, oh, well, if you guys are ready, I'm going to go grab this baseball bat I have over in the corner of my room. Do it. Go get it. Go get it, boy. All right. So I've got it. It's a wooden Louisville slugger. Very nice. Hard, dark, dark oak wood. It's going to go right up in there. Right up, it's like it's so <laughs> so smooth and splinterless. Just smooth, just it just passes right in there, like it's not even there. Yeah. It's like it's been there many, many times before. <laughs> smooth as if we've so, used a depilatory cream on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I will take one one end, put it on the ground with the my head on the other end. To spin around it wild and crazy kid style to get my whole, no no hope pointed in a random direction to say the prayer we all love to say. No no whammies no whammies no whammies. 
Stop. No, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't. I just like yeah. doing that. I like that noise. Two fifty-four. Ooh, ooh, uh, Duckman. Oh, it isn't. It is Duckman, the RPG maker of game, made by Jason Alexander. <laughs> what a good show. You know, I can't find it streaming anywhere. There are a couple episodes on Daily Motion. I, I looked last night because oh, I've decided damn. to take mining to 120 in Ultima uh, in UO Outlands. So damn. I've been watching a lot of shows. But, I wonder if you know, Peacock's going to carry it. Because it's a USA know, joint and USA is owned by NBC Universal, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I heard uh, Grim the other night on Discord. He was saying that uh, Peacock, he had complaints about Peacock because it like won't work if you have like an HDMI output from your computer or something. And it's like, what? That doesn't make sense. I guess it's like well, a piracy thing or some shit. I don't know. I have Xfinity and it comes free because uh, uh, NBC owns Comcast, Xfinity, blah, blah, blah. But they do not have a Roku or Amazon compatible app for it yet so i haven't really taken the time to dig into it and see haven't haven't done a test drive yet no not yet i'm all about cbs all access because i can watch all the star trek series for like yeah free well not free but whatever i pay for that included in the price sure yeah that's how i am with disney plus and the simpsons oh lord disney plus is awesome it's justifiable because i we have a five-year-old who lives in the house, you know, like otherwise I would be like, well, I only have this for the Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. What was the number? 254. We're in the J's. Ooh. Um, Jurassic Park. Ooh, that's a very good guess. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It is Jeopardy Deluxe Edition. Oh. Oh shit! All right, you yeah, that go sounds wrong good. With okay, all right, you're, yeah, okay, I like that. All right, you're excited. Makes me happy. Okay, okay. Hey, it's good. like fam- we had a great time with Family Feud. Yeah, but Family Feud is like you know something, and Jeopardy's like something else. But yeah, okay. There are like did we we do it we did another trivia one didn't we? Um, uh, I don't I don't know. I'm sure that we probably did. It doesn't come to mind though. There are three Jeopardy games. Uh, there's Jeopardy, Jeopardy Deluxe Edition, and then Jeopardy Sports Edition. So I, I assume like we're going to do all three of those. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like you should cover them all. Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and do all three. It plus, good. you know, Alex Trebek just recently came out and said he's doing okay. Good. I'm glad uh, to hear that. He had his treatment, and he said he's doing okay. But he also said... If things start getting worse, I'm not going through that treatment again. Mm. My mom, yeah, my yeah. mom said the same thing. I mean, chemo sucks, and yeah. she was like in remission for a long time, and then she got it again and passed away. Uh, but that was her. That was exactly what she said. She said, "I'm going to be fine, but if I'm not, I'm not going through chemo again." And that's what Alex Trebek said. So, you know, mm. uh, play the Jeopardy game in memory of Alex and uh, his his continuing fight. He's still hosting the show. Dude has never stopped, man. 
I haven't watched yeah, Jeopardy in a minute. That's very true. It's, it's been a, it has been a while since I watched Jeopardy. Yeah, he's doing good shit. So, yeah. That's good stuff. I like it. It's very timely. Cool, man. Sweet. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You'll be hearing us talk about all the Jeopardy games. Yep. Uh, but until then, you can find all our, all our other episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and Not Spotify. Stitcher. <laughs> Not Stitcher. <laughs> Not Stitcher? Oh, no yes. Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. Sorry. I got, yes, Stitcher. I, got, okay. I got Stitcher and SoundCloud mixed up. Yeah. SoundCloud confused. Yeah, I don't know. We're on Stitcher for those six people. We're on Stitcher. Yeah, not a lot of people on Stitcher. I get it. <laughs> uh, so, boy, we got the Tadpog Facebook group. It's dank memes, episode announcements. Something a little bit something for everybody. But if you want the Tadpog content you don't want your grandma to see, that's Tadpog Nation. Uh, you want to be a good little boy with your chat and your your fe- if friends and everything you want to talk about in neat little categories. And you your got friends. That <laughs> your quote unquote yeah. friends. <laughs> there was a lot of, there was an emphasis on that, man. It was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my, I might be feeling my meds pretty hard right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're on Tadpog underscore podcast for Instagram and Twitter. You can give us a call, 270-883-2555. If you have a package you want to send us, you can send that to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Kentucky, 42002. And we've got one in the queue the next time we're together recording. We've got one that nice. we'll open. Sweet. Ian, thanks uh, for being on, dude. Oh, sorry, man. No, most importantly, we got that Patreon. Give them a buck, fellas. Patreon.com slash Tadpog. A lot of cool people donating to us on there. Thank you for those who do that. What else else can you think of that costs a dollar or less? Um, Juicy fruit. A pack of juicy fruit. I mean. So I want to give a big thanks to Nathan Eaton. Boosting up that pledge. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you very, very much. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, let's see. I think that's all from me. Let's see. We have to go through the executive producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian, thanks for being on, dude. Um, yeah, man. Can you I love it. let the listeners know where they can hear your podcast that you do at John Turley about Star Trek? Well, we are currently not publishing a podcast, but we're going to. Okay. I'm just applying gentle, friendly pressure. That's all. It's it's we're in the process. <laughs> I've been talking okay, to good. John about it fairly regularly, and it is going to be called Galaxy Class. Uh Star nice. Trek Next Generation Podcast will probably exceed the next generation at some point, but that's gonna take like seven seasons. But um we're working on it. We're gonna get Sweet. it done. And uh it's it's real. It's just a matter of time and a matter of money. Uh, we've got a f- few things we need to purchase before we can get fully going on it. Um, not a whole lot to do there, but uh, it's called Galaxy Class Podcast. And uh, yeah, I hope I hope we can uh, guarantee some listeners from the Tadpog Nation, and maybe it spreads to. Star Trek fans worldwide. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you guys are. I'm glad you guys are doing it. I can't wait. It, it is going to happen. It's a reality. We, we have clearance to do it. We just need a little money. We need a little time. Uh, but we are definitely going to do it. I am in the process of making it happen as we speak. And it's, it's real. This Sweet. this was good. This was asked for. This was demanded. This was uh, requested by various members of the Tadpog Nation that said that they could listen to us start uh, talk about Star Trek. And so we said, "Well, why not?" So it's coming. Just hang in there. We're going to do it. I promise. We'll let you know when it happens. Man, so excited, so happy, so happy you're doing it. Me too. Well. Um, we do have. Sorry, I'm a bit, a bit it's all, scattered. It's all good. It's all good. You got your sleepy time. You got your sleepy time going. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, we do have some executive producers uh, that we'd like to thank. Uh, this this episode that you just listened to uh, was executive produced by the following people: Usurper Grimm, Steve Dixon, uh, Coronavirus Savior, Cubicle Monkey, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, Laud Mulaney Dennis, Cathusius Jeff Miners, Platinum Member Brett Miller. Joseph Phillips, Cody Phillips, Bantha Master, the Eightfold Daniel Abernathy, Executive Producer Dig Dougie, Matt Gentile, aka Gentle G, Magical Sleeper, aka Big Dicked Pie Baker, Chris Vaughn, Pinball Archmage, Chris Edler, congratulations on your marriage, Zeus Laser, <laughs> Drinksmith, Joey Webster, Sandwich Pope, Phil Hawkins, Master Cycle Baron, Kevin Link, Plinko Nick Price, Paper Chase Coburn, and Demented Lemming. Well, thank it you guys very much. so happy that you guys have so many executive producers. Every yeah, time I awesome. hear the list, I'm like, wow, these people are amazing. And they're awesome. They're more amazing than me because I'm not an executive producer. Well, the, the executive producers, uh, I've, I made a promise <laughs> a few episodes ago that I've absolutely broken. But I, I need to mention that the executive producers are those on Patreon who donate uh, $20 or more, um, uh, to us each month. So it's a, it is a big difference. Um, yeah. and it, you know, it, they're, I'm happy that they're able to, I'm very grateful that they do it and I'm happy that they're able to do it. Um, if you can't do it and you want to support the show, uh, in some other way, uh, five star iTunes reviews are a really good option. Um, we're charting on, we're not, we're charting on Sweden podcast this, <laughs> this week i don't know why but hell uh, yeah we we're charting there uh so that's nice uh welcome welcome swedish listeners um and so yeah that's that's a way that you can help if you want to help and you enjoy the show um that's a good way to do it i donate time and equipment but i also Indeed. uh throw in a little money on the patreon every month because that absolutely content is worth it especially the stuff where i Tell sex stories for money. Yeah, which is our most recent one is about you going to Ugh. space camp and then telling a whole bunch of well, then it suddenly just... devolves into <laughs> yeah. God, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's a bit's better than pretty good. It's it's actually a very <laughs> great uh, bonus episode. It's no piggy palace, but no, it, it's it, so good. It stands the test of time, I guess. It's a different animal completely. You can't compare the two. <laughs> yep. yep, you can't. Oh, Lord. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Yeah, dude, of no, course. Thanks for coming on, man. Anytime. Anytime. I love you guys. Love you too, Ian. I love you, Ian, man. 
Well, our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. A link to that track from I found in the show notes at tapog.com. How do you guys want to close this out? Uh, as shit. Zippy, know. Zippy the piss bunny. Zippy, Zippy the piss bunny. All right. So until next time, drop. I'm not even fucking kidding. I swear to God, it's like I'm list. I'm I've, I have a, I've had a couple of drinks, mm-hmm. and it's As like I'm I. listening to the podcast. Only the podcast is to me. <laughs> it's fucking it's the, weird, dude. It's the future. <laughs> We've made it. <laughs> it's fucking weird because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting in my office. I'm listening to Tadpog. Yes. They're, but they're asking me questions and they're responding <laughs> to me. It's well, fucking the, weird. In future episodes, we'll stop. We'll pause for a segment called "We Have a Question for Ian," and we'll direct <laughs> a question directly at you. So this, Do it. so you can ride this wave forever. <laughs>